Hi, friends, and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm, of course, your host, Kayla. And if you're listening to this when it comes out, Merry Christmas, babe. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever. If you're listening to this afterwards, you know, still Merry Christmas. How about that? <laughs> if you like the show, you can find me on Instagram and everywhere else at Screen Vomit. One word on all this stuff. I've got merch online. If you want to just support the show, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Screen Vomit. Or there's a link to the buy me a coffee thing in my link tree. Um, how about give me a few bucks? Or for free, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're using. Oh, and I have an extra plug this week. On January 14th, I will be playing a rock and roll gig in Lansing, Michigan at The Avenue uh, as part of Secret Grief. We're also playing with the Fever Haze and the Falcon King, um, who are awesome bands. It's free. So if you are in Lansing, Michigan, check out my rock and roll gig on January 14th. I haven't played a show in a long time. So this will be interesting for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... I have a guest with me today. It is a return guest, pal of the pod, Ariel Dyer. Y'all know Ariel. Um, She's been on the podcast a few times, including last year for Dear Christmas on the main line. Or she also has a Patreon episode of the podcast, Santa Girl. Ariel is a Christmas movie freak. So you know I had to have her back for the holidays. She's also a rocker, by the way. So you can find her tunes online at arieldyermusic.bandcamp.com and listen to her podcast, Not Your Final Girl Horror Movie Podcast. I went to high school randomly with her podcast co-host. So anyway, we're basically blood related and um, check out the app. Bye. I'm here with return guest, resident Christmas expert, Ariel Dyer. What's up? Hey, what's up? Happy to be here. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. How's it going? What's new? You still got a podcast going on. How's that going? Pretty good. I mean, we are, um, we're taking like a, ch- a little chill break after Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> because, cool. you know, horror podcasts. So we go. Halloween's a big month. Yeah, we go hard in October. And then we're definitely going to do like a Christmas episode or like a holiday episode or something. A Christmas horror? Yeah. But we don't know what that is yet. And that's okay. You know, we get to, we get to yeah. hang out and chill for a second. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So we picked the 2022 movie Falling for Christmas. Brand new movie. I felt like we had to do this. It's a good one. (laughs) It feels like it works with our previous choice. You know, you're going for like a female Mm -hmm. lead that is recognizable in our culture. Right. So (laughs) in a nostalgic, complicated way. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, absolutely. Our previous one, what was it called? Uh, good, good God. Who knows? Good you question. You never know. A Melissa Joan Hart feature. Dear um, Christmas. That had a, Dear Christmas. Wow, yeah, how yeah, did yeah. that even come to me? I don't know. I don't know because even when we did it, I had to Google the name about a hundred <laughs> times because it's so plain that yeah. you can't remember no. it. You know, all these Christmas, a lot of these Christmas movies are like that where like the name is so generic. Yeah. You're like. I don't even know what it's called. This one, at least, like, the title has a little bit to do with the action of the story. It does. So, like, yeah. you can kind of remember it. Yeah, you would hope. You'd think. We'll see if we forget it in the course of talking about it. We probably yeah. will. Yeah. But, yeah, so I saw this come out, and I go, Ariel, we got to get you on the pod for this. I'm definitely watching this movie. We got to do yeah. this crap. So, 
I'm glad that you applied. Hell yeah. I was <laughs> very excited. A, our new annual tradition. I know. Tradition. I'm like, now it's a thing. Like, it's a... <laughs> it's kind of a thing now. <laughs> I'm fully committed. Second year, it's the same. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know a ton of people who are really Christmas film aficionados in the way that you are. <laughs> it's, it's more of like an affliction than it is a yeah. fandom, right? <laughs> It is, yeah, yeah. It is a disease, but it's a brain disease. <laughs> well, because I'm sitting there and like at this point, I've seen so many of these that I'm like, it's like a weird. It's almost as if you're like suddenly tripping, like you, like the 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 shrooms have hit, and like you're like, oh my god, they're all connected. Like this is this. This happened yeah. in this one. This one's really, yeah. and you're like, stop, stop. It's like a Christmas metaverse. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. But I don't even have to be on shrooms to get that feeling now because I've, I've seen so yeah. many of these. Yeah, really dark, really dark stuff. Christmas movies get you high. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so going through the cast and crew, this is this director, Janine Damien's directorial debut. So it's her first her first direction. Wow. She's been a longtime uh, writer and producer of Hallmark movies, though. So Okay. She's been in the game. She's been in the game. Yeah. So she knows she's been around the block. She knows a couple thing or two. Mm-hmm. But this is her first time directing. This is also co-written by Ron Oliver, who as a horror fan, maybe you will know a little bit. He wrote Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Oh, shit. Also wrote and directed a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, what? Alex Mack, Animorphs. One Ep of Queer's Folk, which is my okay, show. Okay, yeah. And now basically just does Christmas movies. <laughs> so there is like the crossover between horror and Christmas rom-com really not that far away. Yeah, not that far away. I bet this kind of shit is like easy money though. Oh God. For real. It, yeah. Gotta be. I mean, you can tell because the production value of these always fucking suck, <laughs> right? Like they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're like, we don't need to put effort into the cinematography or anything like that. Or the costuming. None no. of that shit. Or literally any aspect of it. Like, the the plot is formulaic. Yep. You don't have to be all that creative about it. The dialogue is never that intense. Yeah, although this... You know, there's not much to Netflix, it. I think, tries to add a little je ne sais quoi. Like, I swear to God that they added... <laughs> They did, like, CGI breath in this. Did you notice that? They did. Okay. They did. I think there was some CGI snow. Oh, there was lots of CGI snow, too. which is very typical. Yeah. But the breath for me yeah. was, was, like, above and beyond in a way that I was like, <laughs> probably don't. You don't They really, do like, t- went all out frosting the windows, too. I don't know if you noticed the windows. <laughs> no. Every single pane was, like, frosted as fuck. Wow. It was kind of amazing. How quaint. How quaint. <laughs> Um, all right, so for cast, of course, we have Lindsay Lohan in this. That's the main selling That's point it. for the film. Yeah, she's getting back. We got to watch it she's for Lindsay. She's back in the yeah. saddle. It's the Lohanaissance. Yes. <laughs> People are talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is her first major role in a movie in almost a decade. It's so a big deal. This is really, yeah, it's a big deal. It's her comeback. Um, she had a small supporting role in another film in 2019, but other than that. Wow. And she's been in TV, but as far as like features go. I think, this is her I think she should have had a single in this. Like, I think that that weird song <laughs> she in does. it. Is, is it her? Yeah, it's her. <gasps> uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Lindsay. Was it Jingle Bell Rock? Is that what it is? Oh, is that the one that she's uh, singing when she's singing it on the radio? Is she singing along yeah. to herself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she is. And she actually did that whole song. It's on the soundtrack. It's oh, her. Oh, my God. Way to go, Lindsay. Good job. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, she did have a little song in this. Cord Overstreet is in this, who plays the hot boy love interest. Yes. He is famous for being in Glee, which I never watched. He's also a rocker, so he does he does music. With a name like Cord. With, if you didn't yeah. become a rocker. Which when yeah. I first saw that name, 
which I saw, I don't remember the context. I think it was like on Twitter or something like year, <laughs> years before this movie, or at least a year before. I thought it was chored. <laughs> like, I saw it. <laughs> I don't know because I, I mean I am a musician. I know what chords are, <laughs> but I think the contact and his last name's Overstreet. So like there was just something yeah. about it that I was like chored Overstreet. Like it was just <laughs> and chords not as good. Like cho- you should have just it should be chored like some sort of Nordic name. You know? Oh my god! I guess like his dad's a musician, so a lot of their he has like a whole bunch of brothers and sisters, and all of their names are like melody Treble chord. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> They're all like music related. Imagine like every time you have to call for somebody, you have to go, "Hey, cord." <laughs> like, oh, what if you're like one of his kids and you just hate, you don't like music? <laughs> that sounds like a Christmas rom com, right? Right there. Yeah, a music yeah, hater. There we go. Write it. I bet you could sell the script. <laughs> <I> probably. <could>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we've got George Young, who plays Tad in this movie, also horror relative from Malignant. Oh, right. Okay. I know, and I was like, I don't remember him in Malignant at all, but yeah, whatever. I saw I don't really remember anybody in Malignant. (laughs) No. I remember, like, the general overture of, like, what happens in Malignant. I don't think I could pull a face out of it. (laughs) No. I would not recognize a face who said they were in Malignant. No. (laughs) But apparently this is like a main guy from Malignant. Okay. Well, good for him. (laughs) Jack Wagner, who plays Lindsay's dad in the movie, is a huge soap opera guy. Yeah, I was reading that. (laughs) He's been in like hundreds of episodes of all different soap operas. Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, Melrose Place, all kinds of these things. Huge in that field. I was never a soap opera head myself, though. No. But he has that gravitas to him. He kind of has yeah. that like that presence of a soap opera mm-hmm. actor. Like you show up, yeah. you do your shit. Yeah. And he's got like he's got the look for sure. Oh, yeah. Like it's twenty twenty two, and he's still putting on like a lot of self tanner. Yeah. Um. And, like, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> he's got he's got a lot of he has had a lot of work done. He has a lot mm-hmm. of plastic surgery. Um, yeah. And you know what? Go off, Kate. Whatever. You know? <laughs> you do you. Yeah. We're just saying that it's a look of a moment and he has He it. for sure does. Yes. <laughs> and he, I think he carries it. I think he does it well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, that's his thing. Yeah. And probably ladies his age are into that. I think he's a handsome guy. I think he's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then last credit I'm going to name is um, Lindsay Lohan's sister, Aliana Lohan, plays the stylist in this movie. What? And... <laughs> She also did two songs for the soundtrack. The Family Affair. Wow. Yeah. I guess she's had little bit parts in a lot of Lindsay's movies, though. Okay. That's fun. She's always has, like, one little, like, one line in the background or something. You know, she's kind of around. Okay. Yeah. What would that be like? I don't know. Just hanging out. I mean, I guess if you have a good relationship with your sister, like, just getting a little paycheck. You have to have a strong relationship. Because there there could be, like, a jealousy competitive. It could be weird. Yeah. Why does my sister always get to be the star and not me? (laughs) But it also could be like, I'm not that interested, but I think it's fun. I hope that, yeah, I hope that it's could that, be a thing. yeah. I hope that's the vibe, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense that it was her sister because honestly, like, the stylist having, like, lines at all is kind of weird. So, like, yeah. And she has met, like, multiple, like, enough that I'm like, yeah. it's. She's in a couple scenes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's her sis. Cool. All right. Critic scores on this thing all over the board. We got 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty, not amazing. Pretty but high, mid. honestly. <laughs> kind of high, higher than you'd yeah. think. Metacritic, 39. Ooh. Okay. Now we're getting more what I'd probably expect. Yeah. Google users, 74. Hell yeah. Google users. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of all over the board here on this one. Yeah. People are fighting. Yeah. So... Who knows what's going on with this? We're going to figure it out. (laughs) We'll get to the bottom. In the pod. Yeah. 
All right, so I have a little plot summary here. Would you like to read it? Yes. In the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome lodge owner and his daughter. Wow. Now that's read by a professional. (laughs) (laughs) The story time voice coming out. (laughs) Someone you can tell reads a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we can get into it. Yes. Wait, okay, Okay. before we get into it, I do want to know what you have seen of, like, the Lindsay Lohan, like, oeuvre. Like, what have you... What have you seen of her? Of entire hers? oeuvre? Yeah. Okay, let me look up her um, <laughs> The thing, canon, just real quick. the Lilo canon. Yeah, let me look up the... All right, so I've seen Mean Girls, okay. Parent Trap, Freaky Friday. The classics. The Holiday. I don't remember her being in The Holiday, but I've seen it. Okay. She's in Grindhouse. I don't remember her being in Grindhouse. I've seen it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Machete. That might be it in terms of features. I've also seen her in a couple shows. Okay. Well, she was in that show not too long ago with um, Rupert Grint. Oh. What was that show? I'm going to have to look that up now, too. It's called, like, Sick Note or something like that. Uh, no, I, I'm not. Okay. This was, see. like, a couple of years ago. I'm looking at... Sick Note. That's Sick what it's Note. called. Okay. Wow. That's it. <laughs> I thought I was wrong, right. but that's actually literally what it's called. Okay. <laughs> so I saw Sick Note. That was, like... To me, that was a little bit of a comeback for her. Yeah, she really hadn't done anything before that for a long time. She plays a totally different kind of person. She has like short black hair. She's it's totally different than like the Lindsay we know. Yeah, you know. I liked that show though. Okay, Um, but I think it got canceled pretty early. Mm. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that, and then all the other movies I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I've seen like the hits, basically. The hits. Not not much of the deep cuts, but I've seen, well, a lot of her older hits, I guess. Because I haven't seen like Herbie Fully Loaded or Get a Clue. I think those are kind of big ones. I haven't seen Herbie Fully Loaded. Seen. I need. I feel like yeah. I need to because it's the same person who did Debs, right? I think it's the same director. Oh, is it? I think I it is. Um, so I'm curious about that one. I've seen Get a Clue. And I think, did she do like Disney stuff when she was a kid? Like show wise? I mean, Get a Clue is, isn't that a Disney original? It might be. I think that's a. I also, yeah. when once we get to like her being a child, I think I mix her up with Amanda Bynes a little bit too. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Because they kind of do like the same kind of silly, goofy. Yes. Stuff. Well, and so. then there was Just My Luck, which was like early Chris Pine uh starring opposite Mm -hmm. her never saw that okay it's not good but (laughs) (laughs) you know it's fun yeah she looks like she did a little bit of disney stuff as a as a youngster she did yeah i feel like that's how she maybe got her start but i could be wrong i don't know i think parent trap was like her kick that was a big one i mean that wasn't like the first thing she did but i think that's when she like blasted up that's a good get like that's a good role for a kid to get you know yeah 1998 parent trap Man. And she was great in that. I remember, well, when I was a kid, I was really obsessed with the original Parent Trap. Okay. Because I went to a daycare for a while that that's the only movie they would play, <laughs> and they would play it over and over and over all day long. <laughs> wow, they're trying to <laughs> indoctrinate you. The original Parent yeah. Trap, that is it. Okay. Um, so when the remake came out, even though I was like a little kid at that time, 1998, mm-hmm. or I was like 10, I just remember being like comparing it to the oh, original. <laughs> were you snobby about it? You were like, this is not the same. I was a little snobby about it, but but I still, I think I liked it though, because I did like the original Parent Trap too. Yeah, I loved, I remember that and I loved it. I remember everyone, all the kids that I knew, everyone tried to do the handshake. Like that was a thing. Everyone's trying to do the handshake. They're all trying the peanut butter with the Oreos or whatever it was. Just blew everyone's mind. 
I think she is like a couple years older than me, like just a little bit. But I still feel like canonically, she's a little younger than me. Like the <laughs> films that she was making are like people that were a little younger than me were watching okay. mostly, you know? Yeah, well, because I wasn't she's like, like obsessed with her. She's like 36, I want to say, right? She was born in 86. So what's the math? On yeah. That? Yeah. 36, I think. Yeah. But I just feel like, yeah, it was like people a little younger than me that were like full obsessed with her. And I was just kind of like, well, I guess I'll watch this okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's know? on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's fine. Like, no shade to her. She was, she's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but I think I missed her time a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how do you feel? What's mm. your relationship? My relationship Because you with are Lindsay. a little younger than I me. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parent Trap was big. Like, I remember that and being really into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was definitely yeah. big for me. Um, and then Freaky Friday was also big for me. Like, I loved Freaky Friday. Yeah. I recently rewatched it, which was so weird because it was just, like, weird to – hadn't seen it, you know, in years. And uh, I probably haven't seen it since, like, close to the time that it came yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, that was kind of it for 2003. me. 2003. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really interesting to watch now um, <laughs> for some for some reasons. Um, like yeah. Some some interesting cringy <laughs> racism that you know as a young yeah. me did not catch right, but okay, um, mm-hmm. or was less bothered by. I guess is what I'll say. Yeah. But we were less informed. On. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, holy shit! Like this is. Yeah. A, but it was. I've seen a lot of that lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. weird to look at like. Mostly Jamie Lee Curtis because that was my introduction to Jamie Lee Curtis. I had never oh, seen, really? and now like she's iconic, right? Like Halloween, like mm-hmm. from the horror side of things. Um, but yeah. I didn't know any of that shit when I watched Freaky Friday. I was just like, okay, mm. an older lady that seems cool, you know. I had known Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm pretty sure she's in one of the My Girl movies. Okay, yeah, My Girl Two, which was my favorite movie as a little kid. My Girl Two. Okay, obsessed with that movie. <laughs> So I had known her from that and probably other stuff, but I specifically remember that. Yeah. That I knew her from. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a big one. Loved. I think she was in the Trulia commercials at that oh, time, wait. too. Oh, wait. She, she totally was. <laughs> <laughs> About having regular movements. No, she absolutely was. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Wow. We're finding out. I've always been kind of obsessed with um, shit, shitting, poop comedy, <laughs> Um, people talking about shitting, normalizing shitting. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm kind of realizing this is huge for me. <laughs> throughout my life. This is like a through line. And you know what? I got to hang out with my family recently, who I almost never see. I see like for a couple hours every five years when somebody dies, I get to see my okay. family. So like I, I don't ever really hang out with them because we all, I grew up in different states. Yeah. So we're just like, we're all far apart. But I recently hung out with some of my family for several days in a row, which is like the first time I've done that since I was a child. Okay. And man, they really talk about shitting all the time. (laughs) That's where it comes from. And they got a deep, a deep talk about it. You know, like (laughs) my uncle came out of the bathroom and he was like panting and I was like, are you okay? And he goes, man, I just did all kinds of work for two little peanut (laughs) M&M's. Wow. I, I remember the first time I had a friend who like like came out of the bathroom and she's like, Man, I just pooped. I feel so much better. And I was like Yeah. She was just very frank about it and I'm like, Yeah, wow, this is so refreshing. It's so refreshing. I to love have. it. My mom always had IBS. Yeah. It runs in my family. I'm also an IBS king. Okay. Um, but so it was just always like a conversation. My mom was always shitting her pants. <laughs> She was always shitting her pants or, like, having an emergency that we had to get to a bathroom. Oh, God. And, like, taking fiber pills and stuff. (laughs) 
And so it's just kind of like always been really big in my family. And I think other people just aren't really like that. But I wish they were. I love shitting. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yesterday, somebody, I guess I can name him, uh, Alex Phillips, who makes movies that I enjoy. Um, And I've been finding some of his deep cuts that kind of aren't online, but I have my ways, you Uh know. Um, And he was like, I have another secret short film that's toilet based. It's a toilet short film. I feel like you would like this. (laughs) (laughs) My brand's getting strong Uh, enough that people are going, this movie's about shit. Let me send it to Kayla. (laughs) Wow, you're doing a good job. (laughs) So I was like, I'm really, my brand is strong. And you know what? I did love it. And I continue to like shit movies. I'm going to recommend some at the end of the podcast. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Can't wait. Anyway, why did we start talking about oh, the Julia because, commercials? Right, or Activia or whatever it was. Whatever yogurt yeah. she was peddling to yeah. help with that shit. Yeah. So. Um, I remember her in Anyway, those. she was famous for that. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember those. So. I don't know if she still does them or what. Well, I guess we don't really see commercials that much anymore. No, I know. I'm like, we don't really mm-hmm. not. Well, I mean, unless they're like on Tubi or Hulu or something, you know, like. Yeah, but even then, most of the time, you get one commercial that just plays every round Forever. of commercials. Yeah. And it's usually like, I feel like it's usually like car insurance. It's like... <laughs> it's definitely not Jamie Lee Curtis talking about yogurt and helping yeah. your shit. So, no. yeah. The, gone are the days. days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. And most of the time, I just mute the TV until the commercial's back. In, so, like, I'm not even still watching no. it, really. No, no. We have phones now. Back in the day, we didn't have a phone, you know? Right. Um. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> So you liked Freaky Friday. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So you were big on Freaky Friday and Parent Trap, and that's your Lindsay experience? Um, That's mostly my Lindsay, except I did watch, I definitely like was a big Disney Channel original movie kid because it was like one of the things, only things I was allowed mm-hmm. to watch. And so I mm-hmm. did watch um, Get a Clue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She was just always around. Like she just was all, she was one yeah. of those people. It was like Lindsay Lohan. Liz McGuire, obviously another Disney person, but then, you know, Mary Kate, Ashley Olsen. Like it was just, that was kind of, there's the group. I was a big Mary Kate and Ashley head. Okay. That was really my guys. Okay. Okay. I was huge on Mary Kate and Ashley, full obsessed actually. I cut my hair like Mary Kate for years. Oh shit. Wow. We need to do, they need to do a Christmas rom-com. <laughs> Like they need to. I wish they would do anything. Yeah, I see Mary Kate pop up and stuff every once in a while with like little parts, but not much. And I, God, I miss them. But I don't know if it would be the same to see them now because they're so changed. Yeah, it would be different. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was full Mary Kate and Ashley head. I had a whole my closet door was like covered in pictures of them. I subscribed to Mary Kate and Ashley magazine. I had their Barbie dolls. I had like every single movie they were in. Okay. Yeah. There's actually I think there's only one Mary Kate and Ashley movie I haven't seen still to this day. And I forget what it's called now, but it's the one where Andy Richter has like an offensive Chinese accent. So I was like, do I go back and watch this now? Uh, maybe i'm not sure but you know what i'll probably do you'll it, probably do it yeah. <laughs> oh was that new york minute maybe okay yeah, i think that's it okay well i was i was not full obsessed with like Lindsay or any of these people but they were just people that were here they are they're doing a movie you know so i was like yeah we'd go to the they theaters or we'd watch it on disney so that was kind of it it was just mm-hmm. chilling but i am so happy to see her 
back doing her thing. Me too. And looking healthy. She looks great in this movie. She looks really good. She looks like the Lindsay we remember, who I feel like we haven't seen in a long time. She looks great, and her voice has gotten even hotter, I'm just going to say. She already oh, yeah. had a hot voice. It's better yeah. now. It's sexy. It has. It's like a fine <laughs> wine. It's gotten better with age. So It is sexy. Man, every, every girl wants that, like, husky yep. voice. Um, mm-hmm. And... God, it's hot. It is. Yeah. And she's got that. We've got classic long red hair Lindsay in this movie, which is like the Lindsay we all know and love. Remember? Yep. And she just looks like healthy. She looks like the old. She looks like old Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) For a minute. I mean, she was looking kind of like messed up on drugs or like just kind of sloppy and plastic surgery and she had a rough crazy that's yeah and that's what i remember that too like and we don't blame her for that no it's i remember that tabloid run of just relentless fucking cruelty towards Lindsay. absolutely Um, i mean they love to find someone to latch on to because it was britney it was Lindsay. like there's always someone Mm -hmm. they got to be kicking while they're down and so i'm making it worse really glad that she's looking like it's a big fuck you to that whole time in her life i think i think she's doing good yeah She's absolutely making a full comeback, uh, Lohanaissance, and we're here for it. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, she looks great. She, uh, yeah. Couldn't be better. <laughs> yeah. So stoked for her. And I think this was kind of a perfect vehicle for her. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So let's start. Let's start getting into this. <laughs> Whoops. We got to talk about the film. <laughs> okay. So we are set in Utah. Um, and the suburbs of Salt Lake City, mostly around the Park City area, which is famously where Sundance takes place. So um, whatever we're seeing here, that's what people see when they go to Sundance. Isn't that cool? Hell yeah. <laughs> I would love to go to Sundance. I've been to Utah and it's pretty, oh, but yeah. I've never been to Sundance. I've never been to Utah at all. Oh. I would love to go to Sundance. It's unfortunately so expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with Film Fest. They're usually kind of a whole thing. I've so. been loving the virtual Film Fest because it's affordable and accessible. I hope me. they keep it because that's like the only way I've been able to do them. Yeah. Same. And then we can take part in film fests all over the world. Yep. God, virtual film fest rock. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be friends enough with a filmmaker who will take me along or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs> I don't imagine I'll ever afford it on my own. <laughs> no. Anyway, this is set there mostly in Park City in Midway, Utah. So Lindsay's character, she's basically like a Paris Hilton. Yeah. Which I think is funny because aren't they friends in real life? Or oh, at least probably. at one time. Were. Yeah. I mean, they're contemporaries, <laughs> right? They were yeah. big at the same time or around. I feel like they were homies for a moment. I don't know if they still continue their relationship, but I think it's funny that she basically is Paris Hilton. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Her dad owns like a high-end ski resort slash hotel chain kind of business. And she's dating an influencer. Love, love him. Um, What's his name? Tad. Tad. Yeah. A lot of movies are doing the influencer stuff now uh, in the movies. I don't always know how I feel about it because I think it's kind of corny, ultimately. (laughs) It's hugely corny. I just love, I think this actor put a lot of weird charm into this role. Like, I weirdly love this character. And I'm like, there's no, on paper, there's absolutely no reason why I should. (laughs) Yeah, no. But yeah, he does bring a charm to it. And he's kind of he's kind of an obvious heel in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he is kind of addicted to his phone and to getting likes and whatever. He's pretty cold and rude to actually Lindsay. But um, he's so like stupid. He's so vapid. <laughs> he's just there's nothing going on there. Yeah. And I think because he's not like I get, you know, like he's a hot guy or what, like traditionally hot guy. But he's not being a hot boy in this. No. He is leaning into the silliness. Yes. And like. 
and has he's just got his like, hair he's like oozing what? pansexual <laughs> energy too like this man oh yeah oh yeah we'll get the into queerness that, but... of him is so fascinating <laughs> to me which we're obsessed with but also like his literally his look his hair i couldn't get past um it's like basically plastered down with so much gel he looks like woody from toy story like it's literally plastic <laughs> it is wow it does literally look like a toy <laughs> he literally looks like a toy <laughs> wow that's that was so like true. such an insane choice it has the shine on it like I it swear does to the God. shine and like i bet if you knocked on it like it would make a sound <laughs> like, <laughs> yes yes mm-hmm so I think his hair is amazing. Yeah. He's also like literally in age older than both her and the other love interest. Mm, um, okay. Almost 10 years older than than Cord. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Jeez. So he had to do some stuff that was silly to kind of make him still fit in. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the choices that were made were good ones. I think so. He's, yeah, he's, for me, he's far more charming than our actual male lead. Uh <laughs> You think so? <laughs> I think I prefer the the like the Ken doll hair like the to voice. the weird uh-huh. like. Carrie we'll talk Ellis about the hair the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We're actually almost okay. There. Okay, so her dad owns all these high end hotels. His name is Beauregard Belmont. Love it. Which I just thought was a a great character mm-hmm. name. I too. think so too. <laughs> Beauregard. <laughs> One time they're at dinner and she goes. He calls her dad Mr. Belmont, and she goes, oh, I think you can call him Beauregard by now. <laughs> Not even Beau, but Beau. I'll stick to Belmont, Beau thank Regard. you. It's shorter, actually. Literally. It's actually easier on the mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was funny. Okay, so the actual love interest, little cutie who owns another little mom-and-pop ski lodge down the road. A poor, struggling... <laughs> Family business of a ski working lodge. class, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> working class man. He has a meeting with Lindsay's dad to try and get money from him. Um, so that's a, that's our introduction to him in the film, and it's pretty obvious from the moment he steps on screen that that is going to be like yes. her her good boy, down to earth, good hearted guy. She like falls in love with formulaically, yeah. yeah. And he yeah. looks like the dad. Like, that feels like intentional casting to me. Like, he looks, yeah. he has the same, similar haircut, yeah. both blondie mm-hmm. bears. a little bit of Freudian something going There's on. There's something happening. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, when he comes in, I think he's wearing a hat. So we don't actually get a yeah. hair reveal for a moment. But then at some point, the hat comes off and we get the hair <laughs> reveal, which is a bleach blonde chili bowl. Awful. Which I'm actually obsessed with. <laughs> I'm actually really into it. <laughs> I didn't like the flop. There was too much flop. So for me, it's like they could have shared hair gel. Like we could have taken away a little, given some to our floppy boy. I'm kind of into it. He had the he had the chili bowl, but also it's like every time he leans over, like the hair is kind of falling into the eyes a little bit. Like I said, it was giving me like Carrie Elwes, Princess Bride. You know, like I was really feeling that moment for him. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think Carrie Ellis pulls it off a little better for for my taste than... He probably does. But also that was like, that hair is such a moment in time. Like that hair is so 90s. Yes, yes. And 90s are making a huge comeback. Oh, yeah. So like, I guess it's kind of like back around again. Yeah, I'm actually, I think I'm, when I was a kid, it's nothing hotter than a chili bowl. (laughs) Chili bowl would get my dick rock hard. (laughs) Remember, uh, remember Anakin Skywalker, little Anakin? (laughs) Iconic. Had a huge crush on him. (laughs) 
<laughs> love that weird bowl cut. Yes. I'm all like JTT. I'm like Devin Sawa Young. Uh, everybody with the chili bowls. Oh, my God. Like yeah. <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> and they're, they're making a comeback. I don't know how I always feel about it, but I kind of liked it on this guy. I like it. I like it when a guy has a little hair going on, you know, a hair moment. I think I need it for like time. shorter or longer. Like I think I need it's like an in-between period for me. You're not into the mid hair. I don't think I'm into the mid hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> and chili bowls are mid for you. <laughs> yeah, at least on this guy. At least on this guy. Yeah. yeah. I think for the longest time it felt like every guy, and some are still like this, but like every guy was just buzzing. Like oh, yeah. solid buzz. They're not trying to mess with like doing a hair. Yeah. Um, and I just think if it, if somebody puts a little effort into having a little hair going on, I appreciate that. Okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know? (laughs) So we do have a bleach blonde chili bowl moment. And I don't know. I was kind of feeling it. (laughs) Okay. And actually, in my notes for the rest of the movie, I just call him Chili Bowl. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even remember his name. So Chili Bowl suffices. Sounds No idea. Oh, you know what? I think it's Jake. Because I read a thing about... I read a thing about how Lindsay Lohan has been in like eight movies where her love interest name is Jake. <laughs> it's like written into her contract. She's like, that's it's always it for Jake. Me. That's all I can do. What's the deal with that? I like barely know any Jakes in real life. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I don't know. She has a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So his ski lodge like is struggling. It's not going to make it unless they get literally quote unquote a miracle a christmas miracle miracle. (laughs) is needed to save their ski lodge and he also has a small latina daughter Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i love for him and they don't say it for a minute but you pretty much gather pretty quickly (laughs) that he has a dead wife you it's a law of the christmas rom-com universe there is a dead you gotta have a dead wife wife Mm -hmm. there's a dead at least a dead spouse or a dead parent Mm -hmm. like someone's Mm -hmm. died and we're not it needs or to be a of part of the plot. You know what I mean? There's not a divorce. Nobody's run off. Nope. There's, it's got to be death. It's, That's the only way. I think there's just a lot of murder happening in the Christmas rom-com world <laughs> is what I think. Did they? Oh, they did say at some point that she got sick. So He's, they he didn't say her. from what. She's dead. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. On to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and they lean in hard to the snowy mountains of it all uh, in this movie, too. There's one point where instead of saying like, oh, I'll take a rain check on that. He says, I'll take a snow check. Oh, God. That was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That was pretty Trying good. Trying to be quaint. Yeah. Speaking of dead parents, we get a scene with Lindsay and her dad having a shared memory over a gigantic snow globe um, <laughs> where they do a bunch of backstory and exposition. Mm-hmm. And that's where we learn that her mom died when she was five. And I think this scene is easily the stiffest scene of the movie. It's the most stilted. The acting right here is just so... <laughs> they, they can't make it work. Even the Mm-mm. the consummate professionals, right? You have the soap opera guy and you have Lindsay. They can't, they can't yeah. make it work. They couldn't make it happen. And she's like... She's like 35, right? And it seems like she keeps in pretty good touch with her dad. Yeah. And this somehow feels like the first time they've talked about her mom being dead. Yeah, it's like weirdly fresh in her mind. Like I know holidays can like bring stuff up, but like, yeah, literally like it feels new somehow in a way that it definitely is not because, yeah, it was 30 years ago. So yeah. And like the conversation is so 
Ugh, it's just too laid out. Like, well, you know, your mother was only, <laughs> or you were only five years old when your mother died. I can't believe you remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why? Yes, I do remember my mother. Um, I remember the way she smelled. You know, yeah. like <laughs> it's just so like stiff. Like people don't talk like this. No, <laughs> no, it's weird. But she has this attachment of her mother's memory to this gigantic snow globe. Yeah, easily a hundred dollar snow globe. <laughs> Which is nothing. Nothing to this man. If not more. Yeah, nothing to this man. Because he, he, they don't say how much money he has, but it's kind of unwritten that he's a billionaire. Like, he has yeah. an endless supply of money. Yeah. Well, and she hasn't, like, presumably has not really had to work, like, doesn't really need yeah. to do much, except that he's giving her this job. She's a trust fund baby, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now she gets to be, what, vice president of atmosphere or some shit? Like, yeah. I don't remember what the, okay. So, yeah, that's, I think that's literally what it is. Like, the whole thing is, he's offering her a job for his hotel chain as vice president of atmosphere who's the president of atmosphere that's a great question because i'd be fucking pissed <laughs> i'd be like dad you're not gonna give me the fucking president spot literally but it, is kind of, <laughs> it is like a made-up job just so that he can give her a job and pay her i don't know why like why do you need to like be paying you're already giving her all your money i don't <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know who who's to say what's going on there but she doesn't really want the job so that's like an undercurrent of a little bit of i mean who would if you could get all that money for free you know i wouldn't either yeah but she also doesn't want like a fake no job. yeah she i don't know to, like, just pay me if you're just gonna give me a fake job just to have the title that's kind so of it i do something like just pay me <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. who cares <laughs> <laughs> oh and and we establish in this scene with the memories of her mom that he made a promise to her mother so so many years yeah. ago that he would take care of her which is hilarious a hilarious um, thing i you literally have to hope promise. you will yeah, <laughs> you're her dad like what that that's what i said when i watched it i was like you do not have to i this is sorry this is your child like that's the gig literally you have one job when you have a fucking child like that's what you sign up for by the way bottom line and he brings up this promise eight to ten times in the film (laughs) (laughs) well you know i promised your mother i'd take care of you so i guess i gotta keep my promise oh no (laughs) like what (laughs) honestly this the choice to have it's such a weak and uninteresting choice to have this man not be a villain. Yeah. I found it so strange, so curious, having seen so many of these. In any other yeah. self-respecting Christmas rom-com, he would absolutely be a bad guy. He would yeah. absolutely be... Rich um, Daddy is always a villain. Yes. And he wouldn't... Yeah. It wouldn't be that the male lead came to him saying, hey, can you help my poor starving uh, ski resort and uh-huh. let it be one of your subsidiaries? In a, a real one, a real Christmas rom-com... Yeah that the dad would have him there saying i'm gonna eat your fucking small business it will be mine yeah. i'm taking over <laughs> that would be the fucking plot because yeah. there's not really a forced conflict in this one you know what i mean like we need yeah, some of that <laughs> we shit. need a forced conflict we need like a worse plot that's kind of what i'm advocating for here right yeah and that you know that would have made it a little more interesting yeah so he would he would say yeah we're gonna eat your little tiny ass dumb ski lodge and then she falls in love with him and says daddy don't eat it exactly that would be more interesting and she learns yeah. she's like you know what i am gonna do my own thing i'm not gonna be the vice president of atmosphere or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do my own thing and like he's like wow i respect you more for that and maybe i need to remember that your mother was cool and not a piece of shit and so i shouldn't be a piece <laughs> of shit like that's what would happen right yeah yeah if we that would be the end didn't lesson, have contempt yeah. or we had the normal amount of contempt for our audience that christmas rom-com writers have that's how it would go. That's a that's a great punch up. And Those I were think my notes. <laughs> writers, 
you know, take notes from what Ariel's saying. <laughs> Writers of, of, like, bottom of the barrel Christmas rom-coms. Literally, why aren't you writing scripts Hello. for these things? I bet you could be a millionaire. <laughs> I probably could do pretty well, honestly. Yeah. It would be easy for you. It would be. <laughs> okay, so her influencer boyfriend picks her up to go do a photo shoot it's going to be the the girlfriend reveal on the timeline for him yep even though they've been dating over a year she's never been in one of his posts little sus that's a lot of restraint for an influencer i'm just that's like a lot Mm -hmm. of wow okay i think some people though have that thing where it's like if i stay seeming like i'm single people like me more or something oh true okay Yeah, yeah yeah okay especially like um celebs yep so. okay or he's being shady on the side we don't know could be i don't see him as being a shady on the side guy but no we don't know <laughs> we don't know he could be getting some dms he just doesn't want to stop maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he takes her to somewhere remote i'm kind of surprised that he drives his own vehicle for this me too. too you'd think yeah. he'd have some assistant or something like he'd some sort of harried yeah. i wish we had a harried assistant that was you know like kind of following <laughs> and him she about. has an assistant they don't make her assistant drive no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. they go off themselves yeah and they're yeah. completely like it's shocking that that he can't drive to be honest with you true um, yeah the man does not He's know how to do much helpless. yeah no <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely helpless. Um, Also, her outfit. We have to mention her outfit for the drive. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. This outfit was the moment for me. I loved this outfit. It's an iconic, uh, yeah, iconic choice. Absolutely iconic. Head to toe fuchsia. So good. Bright fuchsia, which is like not a color that has been in at any point in time, (laughs) but especially not Not head to toe. Certainly not head to toe. Head to toe, including a big old furry, yes. like, babushka hat. I don't know what you call those hats. I always call them babushka hats. The hat is, like, what sells it, honestly, yeah. The hat and then the tiny sunglasses. Oh, I, I'm obsessed so with the good. tiny sunglasses moment <laughs> on anybody. A tiny sunglasses will get me every time. Okay, yeah. I love tiny sunglasses are so funny. Somebody <laughs> looking at you with their sunglasses being too small. <laughs> They're like it looks like beady that beady is just eyes. Funny to me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love it. You look like an alien. Yes, yes that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that kind of moment. So yeah, the tiny sun- <laughs> the tiny sunglasses with uh, this crazy ass outfit. I was just it's very good. It is very yeah. good. In the car, we do get uh, we alluded to this. Her singing Jingle Bell Rock on the radio. Mm-hmm. This is also a tribute to Mean Girls. She does that oh. song in Mean Girls with the whole dance. Yes, you're right. So wow. I guess when it was the radio moment, she didn't think about the Mean Girls reference. It was more the director doing that. Okay. But afterwards, and people go, oh, like Mean Girls, she was like, oh, maybe we should do like a whole thing. We should get the cast to do the dance for like the <laughs> the goof reel at the end yeah. um, or something. But that just seemed like kind of all too much and then eventually it got down to her just doing the song for the movie it's on the oh, okay well that would have been really fun if they had done a whole committing it would the but bit. they're like is it like too much i don't know but even just having like that little nod is like that's, that's kind of nice because what, what we're here for is the lohanasans is the comeback yeah. of the Lindsay we all know and love which so i think that there's yeah. a callback to another Lindsay Lohan film later in the movie. Really? I don't know if it was intentional or not, but we will when we get okay, there. Okay, tell me when it, it comes yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So she gets to do that song, but then her boyfriend is like, oh, you're off pitch. Uh, you're being annoying. Changes the song. <laughs> He's just kind of rude. He's being rude because she's not. She's perfect and she's singing it perfectly. So she sounds Excuse great. Excuse me. 
She has a good voice. Yeah. Like we said, she has an iconic voice we all want anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One thing I don't like about this movie is the way it cuts to other stuff going on. Ah. I think it does it kind of too much and kind of randomly. Yes. So somewhere in, in this trip, we cut back away to um, Chili Bull's daughter. Yes. <laughs> yep. Going to see Santa and putting her wish on the tree. Yeah. This was a big CGI moment here, too. <laughs> With the wish like flying <laughs> off of the tree and yes. like floating up into space the way wishes do. Of course. That's when you know <laughs> and everybody work. just being like, well, there it goes. You know? That's it. Hopefully it gets to Santa or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just like the Christmas tradition we all have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with our Christmas wish. And of course we have a real Santa. This is a real Santa scenario. Which is, okay, that is like, that's a bit, that's yeah. one of my favorite tropes for Christmas rom-coms. Yeah. When there's a Having real, a real Santa? there's nothing else supernatural in the world. But Santa is real, and he's going to fuck shit up. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Like a chaos agent, you know? And, like, what's he doing in this weird little city in Utah, just hanging out? Right? Waiting for someone to put their wish on the tree that he likes? Like, there are hundreds of There's wishes There's so many on the tree. wishes. Why did we choose this one? It was the most sincere, maybe. I don't know, but... <laughs> And, like, I don't, for, like, a billionaire hotel mogul to find love, like, I don't know. Or what if Santa granted every wish that day, and now we do a spinoff where it's like mm. Halloween. It's like how John Carpenter wanted to do the Halloween movies, and he got to do Season <laughs> of the Witch. Everyone after, falling for Christmas, too. Falling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they can uh-huh. be, like, falling, fall harder, you know, like, shit like that. But, but every one of them is yeah. a wish that was granted uh-huh. that day. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he also does a classic um, nose twinkle, oh, a little nose yes. touch oh, God. to make the wish come true. The nose, classically, historically, an instrument of magic in film. <laughs> like, the something is going on with the nose. Yeah, that is kind of I true. Huh. Magic is in there. Even, like, Bewitched or whatever, when she does her little crinkle. Yeah. I can't do a crinkle. <laughs> Just try it, and it was really bad. But, you know. <laughs> I loved watching you try the crinkle. <laughs> that was a big thing in the Bewitched movie in the bewitch feature film yes which came out in like 2012 With, or like something. nicole kidman no, it had to be earlier than that like 20, 2005 yeah something like that um, and she has a great nose nicole kidman has a wonderful movie. nose so but that there's a whole like audition process in that oh, movie yeah. of people trying to do the trinkle they the are trinkle. Yeah, yeah 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 you gotta get it right nobody can do it it's hard somehow nicole kidman who's had so many nose surgeries and botox you can't even believe it <laughs> is the only one able to move her nose the correct way to be that was probably one of the surgeries <laughs> she's like hey i'd like yeah, to I crinkle need a surgery it to make <laughs> i need to do a little crinkle and i want it to look cute <laughs> or maybe they have like a string puppet thing going on where there are people <laughs> they're yanking they're... on the nose either side like they got floss attached to yes <laughs> or like invisible sticks they're like invisible nose sticks and they poke them like this yeah <laughs> Or maybe that's CGI. Maybe that whole thing was CGI. Well, maybe so. Well, anyways, we and really got... And there's actually no way to find that out. <laughs> no, no one will tell us. It's, it's a, a Hollywood no. secret buried. Hollywood it's in the secret. vault. It's movie magic, and we don't need to know anymore. <laughs> yeah. But the nose, always an instrument of magic, and that is not limited to Santa Claus. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> His nose, also magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her wish gets granted. Okay, cut back to we're in the car again. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of interrupt momentum, I think, a lot of times with the way that they cut away to kind of random things going on in town. Well, and they literally could have done that cut mm-hmm. later when they're trying to do their photo op and she's standing at the edge of the snow, yeah. which leads, of course, to the title of the film, 
Because mm-hmm. then it makes sense. It's like, oh, Santa decides to almost kill two people to make this wish come true. <laughs> to throw her off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, very dark. Very dark. Agent of chaos. Yeah. Yeah, so they do go to this remote cliff that he, the, her influencer boyfriend saw on a geotag from another influencer is the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, he proposes to her with a ring that's gigantic. <laughs> Not only like... The band is gigantic, but also the stone. The stone is gigantic. It looks like one of those rings you get out of like a 50 cent machine, though, to be honest. And like, it's kind of like a like a pea colored gem. Yeah. Like it's like it's like a big jewel. It's not like a diamond. It's or something. not good. Yeah. Yeah. No. No effort it looks was cheap made. As hell. Yeah. I bet they did get it out of a 50 cent Probably. machine. And they go, this will do for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> when they get there, though, there is also like a funny moment of them trying to get the snowmobile off of the truck. <laughs> We never see exactly how they figure no. it out, but I think it was funny that they didn't know how. Yes. And the way that they approached that. It was funny. It was. Well, because Lindsay Lohan says something like, she's like, do I, she says something like, do I look like I know how to do this? Like, it's just yeah. like the, the self-awareness of <laughs> While like, she's standing in her fuchsia outfit. she is. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> There's a lot of comedy early in this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was doing real laughs. Yeah, it's it's humor that works. I'm, I, it wasn't me like laughing yeah. at. Like it was funny. I'm laughing with. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the funniest moments coming up when she slides backwards off the cliff and he <laughs> slides into a sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty good. I was dying laughing. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was great. And this is like some of that like physical slapstick comedy we know and love Lindsay for. Yes. She's ac- she's actually goaded at slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> And she's bringing it back. She is. And I love to see that. This is what the fans want yes. to see. <laughs> Killing it. This gorgeous woman, like, just being absolutely stupid and clumsy. Tumbling off of a cliffside. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess she got to do a little bit of her own stunts for this, too. Only a tiny amount. Okay. Um, but one of those quote-unquote stunts was her sliding backwards towards the cliff. She didn't get to do the falling off the cliff. Okay. But she got to do she got to do a little slide okay a little slide (laughs) yeah apparently it's so expensive to get her to do anything other than just like say her lines and do face acting (laughs) that actually most of the movie um she has a body double oh my god (laughs) holy shit basically anytime where you're not seeing her face she has a body double oh my god (laughs) damn and that includes like later when she's making food that includes like um, when she does a kiss at the end. These are all body doubles. This is wild. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I read an interview with her stunt. She had two doubles. One was a stunt double and one's just a body double. Uh-huh. Um, and the stunt double was saying like even when she did that tiny bit of a slide backwards towards the cliff and didn't really do much else there. There was like eight people standing behind her just like ready to catch her worried that she's going to break <laughs> oh, something. Oh no. You know, like- <laughs> There was a huge safety team there to catch her. She has to be protected. At all costs. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I agree with that. Her tumble down this mountain, too, is such a long tumble. It's full. They fully commit to the falling. They they fully commit. And I'm obsessed. I love the tumble. The tumble was incredible. That was so funny. I mean, making it long like that makes it funnier, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's kind of, that's kind of it. Absolutely. Yeah. She's sliding down an entire mountain on her stomach. (laughs) That just rocks. (laughs) Yeah, which is, you know, by the way, like PSA, when you're hiking, like don't take those cliff shots because people die all the time that way. I'm just going to say. 
you won't catch my ass on a cliff. There's no way I would get on a cliff. Are you no, kidding me? You're, not even getting near a cliff. Like, you're not Lindsay Lohan <laughs> starring in a comedy. So, like, it will not end well for you, you know? No. <laughs> you won't catch my ass on a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I think someone in Colorado, like, just was doing that. Like, I think they were... Really? taking a picture on a cliff. I think I want to say that just recently happened. And then they fell, severely injured themselves. Like eventually, because they were smart, that was not a smart moment for them, but they were smart in other ways. They were able to survive Mm -hmm. and they eventually made it to train tracks, I think, and like wave down a train that happened to have like, I want to say it was like a con- the conductor and they're like it was like a husband and wife duo and one of them was like the conductor and the other was like an EMT and I'm like that's so hot like look at Whoa. them living in life. <laughs> Goals. I want to see their adventures yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways but yeah you're not Lindsay Lohan so just don't do it don't take that shot it's not worth it yeah too scary yeah so she does end up at the bottom of the mountain hits her head on a tree and uh gets a concussion whatever passes out at this moment yeah and chili bowl rides by on a sleigh at just this <laughs> exact time <laughs> yes <laughs> to, luckily uh, she's wearing fuchsia up. right that's the thing yeah. this fuchsia saved her ass probably it did save her ass yeah because she was sticking out pretty yeah, yeah. well yeah <laughs> So she goes to the hospital, you know, cut to she's awake sometime later. The doctors say that she has she has a minor concussion, but also (laughs) she has full amnesia, does not know who she is. And the ER cut her out of her clothes, which is never explained. She just presumably had a head injury. There was no blood or anything. Not even blood. Not even blood. Minor concussion. Yeah. You get that from just falling down and hitting your head a little bit. But but she fell you know they cut her clothes off they cut her clothes that. off so <laughs> seems a little no blood anywhere a little pervy to me but what do a i little know pervy. <laughs> yeah and they ruined that gorgeous fuchsia uh, outfit i know which is devastating it is and yeah minor concussion full amnesia seems like those things don't really go together no <laughs> so you got to do a little suspension of disbelief in this <laughs> moment mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I was reading even with like severe concussions that include amnesia, the amnesia doesn't usually last more than a day. Okay. So a lot of suspension and disbelief. Like, yeah. Because it's (laughs) doctors will hate this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And also, so she gets picked up, but kind of like screw her, influence her boyfriend who is like lost in the wild now. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know, (laughs) which is also kind of (laughs) funny. He's just gone. He's out of the picture now. Yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. He's out of the picture, which is what we wanted. Yeah. So this chili bowl guy is at the hospital with her. Everyone at the hospital hates her because even though she doesn't know who she is, she does somehow know that she's a diva. Yes, Um, she does. And and kind of a spoiled girly. (laughs) And so everyone at the hospital hates her and they're kind of like, please get her out of our lives. We do not want her here. She's rude. So he's like, "I'll, I'll take her back to my to my place (laughs) and they're like yeah sounds good (laughs) yeah please please let her leave yeah doesn't seem like how any of that would go but you know what whatever (laughs) well even Lindsay herself is like wait excuse me that seems weird and they're like well he's a respected business owner he has a lodge so he's fine yeah and somehow I don't know I guess he is more community involved but it's like okay so you know this guy like has a lodge but you don't know her dad who owns like the million dollar lodge yeah it seems weird yeah yeah anyway so he does take her back to his lodge this is a real lodge by the way that this is filmed at okay Um, the, the Steen Erickson Lodge and apparently in the movie it is like 
we said um, like a falling down crumpled lodge mm-hmm. that like is going out of business. But in real life, I guess it's one of the top ski resorts. Yeah. It's like a five star uh, <laughs> ski hotel was rated the best ski hotel in the U.S. by the World Ski Awards last year. Wow. Also took home all kinds of top honors in the past six years. So it's like they want you to know, even though in the movie, it's kind of a crinkling down ski lodge. In real life, it is doing so well. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense because it looks beautiful. I mean, there's like scenes where it's in the office or Mm -hmm. something of the -hmm. the lodge. And there's that like stained glass of like the Mm -hmm. moose and shit. I'm like, Mm-hmm. where so it makes sense that it's a real place because like this place is way too beautiful to be like a random set or whatever yeah i think also sometimes it it actually contradicted the movie like because yeah. it was so beautiful and everything was decorated so ornately and over oh yeah the top, i feel like that kind of contradicted the story of the movie which is that they have zero dollars it's also gonna <laughs> be really it's a real hard sell for you to tell me that you're like not just a business owner like it's not like you own like a grocery store or something like you own a fucking ski lodge and for yeah. For you to come at me and say that you're like struggling, I'm going to have a real <laughs> hard time processing that and having any sympathy for you. Miss me with that. <laughs> oh, you want a ski lodge? Don't be All right. Wow. Hard don't life. Don't be coming at me saying you own a ski lodge. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I get this all the time, and I just need y'all to knock it the fuck off. So many ski lodge owners trying to get my sympathy. And they never gonna get it. (laughs) Ski lodge owners, fuck off. (laughs) But in the plot, he's always trying to fix shit. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't even remember what it is he fixes. He's just randomly tinkering with shit on their property. And at one point, he's, he's like, like a guy walking around with a wrench. Yes. <laughs> just going, I'm fixing. I'm fixing you know? things. And he's like, I'm tired of keeping up after this place. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're tired of doing like the job, the gig? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so one of the first things that happens at this hotel is the raccoon scene. Oh, which so I good. Loved. Classic My favorite, Lindsay. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was so classic Lindsay. She gets into her room. And here's a little, like, knocking slash scraping at the window. We open it up. We see, like, a stuffed raccoon, basically. With the wide eyes. This raccoon eyes. was so, so pitiful looking. <laughs> yes. Literally just a stuffed raccoon with, like, a screaming expression yeah. on his face. Yeah. She does a whole scream, flips backward into a chair. It's a whole thing. More of that physical comedy we love to see mm-hmm. from her. Peak of the movie, I think. Yeah, I just... I thought that scene was great <laughs> it, so is, it is really good yeah <laughs> even like the fall off the chair and everything like mm-hmm. it was well done yeah it was amazing also her room setup is so fascinating to me <laughs> just the biggest room that you'll ever see well the room is huge but also like literally how it is laid out <laughs> and what's going on with the furniture is so yeah uh, deranged a little bit <laughs> yeah having a recliner chair <laughs> Like in the middle of the room, pointed at the window, but so close to the window that you there's no chance of reclining sit. if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know What's why going they did on with that? that. Maybe just no. for the stunt. Like they just did it for. It's got to be just for the stunt. It doesn't make a lick of damn sense because you got this huge room and you got all the stuff is like right in the middle of it. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Where it kind of makes it feel tiny. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a full Christmas tree with presents. In, in there, the fucking huge room. Christmas, yeah, in the room. Um, huge Christmas tree. Whose presents are they? What's going on there? We don't know. Yeah. There's also, this is just a little room, two baseboard heaters, and a full fireplace. 
It has everything. Baseboard heaters are right under the curtains, too. So they're just waiting <laughs> just to light the curtains on, on fire. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the curtains, I really paid attention to this I one. Know, yeah. One of the sets of curtains, longer than all the others. <laughs> we don't know why. Okay. <laughs> they ran out of the other kind. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> the window we see later in the film looks apparently right out onto the front door of the property. And people <laughs> apparently are staring at it, waiting for someone to <laughs> open it. Because every, every time. time she they're there going yes. hi and i'm like well, yeah. no one does that weird maybe if you did happen do. if you did happen to accidentally like catch someone opening their window and looking right at you you wouldn't be going hi you'd be like oh gosh You're, i shouldn't oh, shit. Like, look yeah I'm, yeah you know like you it's so weird bizarre also there is one poster in the room and it is a mountain the the lays alps uh mm. poster mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're just keeping with that snowy we're in the mountains yeah 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 there too. in case we forgot yeah in case we forgot so the room is a little unhinged yeah <laughs> the yeah. chair i couldn't get over the chair is insane <laughs> nobody would put that chair there no that's <laughs> fucked up behavior <laughs> and then so uh chili bull comes in drags her granny gown that she's wearing the whole thing was we don't know who she is you can have these like extra clothes from the lost and found over the years if they fit you whatever and so she's wearing like a nightgown that she got out of lost and found she's practically essentially homeless yeah (laughs) she doesn't know anything she has no identity and he's gonna come and drag her outfit well and after that like i love the grandma like the granny thing and then after that she suddenly has cute clothes the rest of the time i'm like Dude, literally, every outfit is, like, perfectly fitting, a new pair of shoes, like, three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> so many outfits. I'm like, the lost and found, you're just stealing from guests now. You're just sneaking into their like, rooms when you're cleaning them. When he pulled out the pile of lost and found, she was like, oh, look at this sweater. And she's, like, holding it by, like, two fingers. Yes. And it's, like, a Christmas sweater. And now she has, like, cute fits for the yep. rest of the film. Cute, like, flannel plaid stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. PJs that I nice want. Nice jackets, nice shoes. Yeah. But I don't have them. What's going on with that? No. <laughs> I wish somebody would give me all that clothes for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the clothes thing never addressed. No. Again. Nope. <laughs> Which is fun. Until like later when somebody oh, with literally buys her an outfit. Right. But, but other than that, we don't know how she got all these clothes. I think she's stealing them. She's... I wish we could see her wearing the same, like, not fitting shirt for three days. You know? <laughs> that would be such a great commitment to, yeah. the, to the bit. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And she is doing laundry. So I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah. Again, more of, like, the stuff where, like, she doesn't know who she is but somehow knows she's spoiled. Like, when in the morning she notes that her room is very dirty, like, there's stuff strewn about all over and she goes oh yeah my room's dirty because no one's come to clean it yet i don't know why would you assume that there's a cleaner (laughs) right especially and if you have no memory like why would your assumption be that there's going to be a cleaner i don't know i don't know how amnesia works so yeah whatever i don't i don't know but it's weird she she also does that but then also insists on making her own breakfast when a fully made breakfast is offered to her yeah so the choices are strange here She's yeah. trying to discover herself. She's just <laughs> trying it all. Yeah. She wants someone to clean for her, but wants to cook for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. And yeah, again, when she's trying to make those pancakes and stuff, that is a body double. So great. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Which is just fascinating. Uh-huh. She also seems like she chills in her bedroom with the door hanging wide open uh, <laughs> most of the time. I don't know if you know, but like I three times in the movie, wow. somebody just like, 
the doors open and somebody just like walks in. The little girl walks in. Yeah, that's early weird. On. That's weird. The the grandma walks in later on with the doors just hanging open. They're not even gonna knock on the. I would knock no. on an open door if I was going into someone's. Yeah, that I didn't I would know. Too. You know, no, they're just popping right into these doors. <laughs> it's weird. Mm-mm. With the little girl, this is Chili Bull's daughter. They become instant besties. Of course. That girl has also a king-size bed for her little, like, six-year-old body. Yeah. The hugest (laughs) room. Like, her room is, like, the size of some people's apartments, you know? Like, it's big. Yeah. And so don't come at me saying you own a ski lodge and your daughter has a king-size bed, but... (laughs) But it's so hard for you. No, it's so hard. You know how often I've owned a king-size bed? No. No (laughs) times. Right. My bedroom is one-fourth of the size of that. Yeah. (laughs) Miss me with your ski lodge. (laughs) And then, of course, we get another reveal that her mom died two years ago. This is the official reveal of having the dead mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they don't, they're not able to bond on that fact because Lindsay doesn't remember that she has a dead mom. No. So only in the audience are you supposed to be like, oh, wow. Wow, they have something in common. They both have dead parents. Yeah. (laughs) And only a dad with a chili bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And for that guy being his daughter, too, he doesn't seem interested in spending a single second with her. Like, they have no chemistry or relationship at all, it seems. And he seems to have no parental responsibilities. Like... I no. it's usually one of the things I try to avoid in Christmas rom-coms is when there's a kid. So there's a single parent. Yeah. I actually try to I try to stay away. Although now I have seen so many that it's like I'm just kind of finding whatever I haven't seen. But um <laughs> you know, so the kid thing is usually like a, a a deal breaker for me. But at least in some of the other ones I've seen with the kids, like, you know, the the dad is involved. He's trying to make his daughter do her homework or this and that. Yeah. There is none of that. Like, presumably this child is just a waste. He's, like, allergic to this child. Just like yeah. an urchin that, like, wanders yeah. the streets or something. <laughs> I don't know. She's not in school. She just sits right. around. And they, these kids never have friends in these movies. They never mm-hmm. have friends. Mm-hmm. Just freakish. Just freakish yeah. aliens. She's also a little freak in the sense that, like, her hair, she has this, like, long hair with, like, perfect it's, ringlets. Who's doing these ringlets? It is, like, it is psychopath behavior. Like, honestly. Like, yeah. the hair is She perfect. looks like an American Girl doll. She does. <laughs> she does. And when she smiles, she has, like, that perfect dimple thing going on. Yeah. Never looks unkempt. No, it's fucked up. <laughs> you know? For having two missing parents, basically. She Yeah, she looks too put together. Yeah. She has her own hair dryer in her room. <laughs> That's weird. At that young age. Which Lindsay Lohan has to borrow, which is hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, in your perfect room with like a Christmas tree and Christmas presents, there's no hair dryer? <laughs> I don't have a hair dryer. Uh, I didn't really see a bathroom. Maybe it was in the Christmas tree present. Like you had to unwrap the hair dryer. <laughs> maybe so. If you want the amenities, you'll have to open the presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just interesting. Yeah. She, the little girl is with the grandma majority of her time. I don't really know what her deal is. She's really trying to get daddy's love and approval, though. Her her only wish for Christmas is for daddy to find somebody to love. Maybe he's nicer to her when he has someone to when love. When he's off screen? I don't know. <laughs> no, when he, when he has, like, when he a has woman someone to in love. his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I need is for someone to love me. So bring someone oh. into my dad's life that can love me because my dad doesn't. That's kind of it, actually. Bleak. But yeah, that's it. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> also, Lindsay trying to make her own bed. 
That was another uh, that physical was, okay. Another physical comedy. That was good. That was cute. She's trying to lay down on the bed and put the fitted sheet on. Like, mm-hmm. loved that. Loved that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And over time, she kind of, her whole story arc is that she learns how to do chores. And it's, like, really heartwarming. <laughs> well, okay. Part of the... It's really heartwarming that she learns how to do laundry and, like, make her bed. It's, like, that's actually a beautiful story arc for a woman. I, I... <laughs> well, and... It's not even like she learns how to cook. She clean. some of this is self desired, right? She's and like, mother. I, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> some of what else do you need out of a woman? And once she learns how to do chores, that's when they start falling. in that's love. That's when they start falling in love because he assigns her like it just in an unhinged manner, in an unhinged move. He decides that he mm-hmm. will make her do unpaid labor. This woman yeah. has amnesia. She has uh-huh. no one. And he uh-huh. says, you will start to do the hotel chores. Yeah. But I'm not even paying you for them. It's right. But that is okay. That's the scene with the laundry. <laughs> that's the callback to just I think to just my luck. Oh, okay. Because in just my luck, Lindsay Lohan has perfect luck and everything goes her way. And Chris uh-huh. Pine has terrible luck and everything is ruined in his life. Um, and they meet at like a New Year's party or something. I don't remember some party and they kiss uh-huh. and then their luck switches. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't know why she's always in these like <laughs> cutesy, weird switcheroo yeah. movies, but she is. Okay. Anyways, then she has terrible luck, and so she's um trying to like. There's a scene where she is trying to do laundry, and the um the detergent falls in the thing, and it oh, ex- okay. explodes the um. Well, yeah, that seems like a callback. The washer, then, sure. yeah, presumably yeah. it would have to be. It's the exact same thing. It has to be, and it's a yeah. little bit of forced conflict in this movie because he's fear because because <laughs> Chord Cord Overstreet is furious at her. <laughs> Um, for poor, like doing unpaid labor, not to his satisfaction, <laughs> he becomes furious. And it, okay, it's also not even her fault. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't pour too much in. It falls, and she doesn't know yeah. that it falls. But also, she has amnesia. So even if it was her fault, you'd be like, oh, she just doesn't remember how to do laundry. She yeah. has literally a head injury. Also, the fault but is mine for like, making her do it because I, okay, the, yeah, I made literally. her do it. So, anyways, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a whole anger issue, like. He's a little too angry. Like I, that would be a turnoff for me. Uh, it's a re- for me, it's a red flag because later he red flags. He basically mm-hmm. like he doesn't really apologize for it. He kind of is like, well, it's because you know you're here, so you're making things hard for me. Like he kind of has this weird moment where he's like, yeah, it's basically because of you that I am being rude and mean. And yeah. that seems like textbook abuser to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> manipulative gaslighter. <laughs> I mean, no wonder his daughter doesn't like him, you know? Like, this red is not flags. a good guy. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 Red flags for me. <laughs> yeah. Not having it. Nope. But when she learns how to do her chores right, then she earns his love. <laughs> wow. That's so true. A crush. <laughs> yeah. When I see a woman cooking, cleaning, I'm horny for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I start falling in love. Woman who can't cook and clean, not having it. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all you need, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they really, and this is a pretty classic for these type of movies too, they have nothing in common. They wouldn't even know if they did because she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't even know no. her own name. No. So how are you no. saying like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to fall in love with you? And true to form, these two have no chemistry, right? Like most of the leads mm-hmm. in these movies not I have like yeah. – not even no chemistry. It's like I I would maybe pay you to just not kiss for me. Just, <laughs> I would like to not see that. So how do I make that happen? 
you know? <laughs> they actually even seem a little repelled by each other. Like, not even just that they don't have chemistry. Like, they seem a little repelled. It's like repelled. opposite. Um, it's, or, uh, it's the magnetic field, right? It's like they, they <laughs> yeah, are yeah. they are literally. They're opposite magnets. They cannot. Yeah. <laughs> or no, not opposite. They're the same. So it's like they cannot Oh, yeah, connect. yeah. I yeah. knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you put two of the same magnets together and they bounce away. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It literally is. Like, there's two or three times where they try and kiss under the mistletoe and they can't they find excuses every time (laughs) which is like the beginning of a beautiful relationship right just yeah (laughs) you can't even kiss like is that even making it to first base i don't know (laughs) i don't know what bases are anymore Uh, but (laughs) like kissing pretty chill on the levels of shit you can do with someone um most people would probably kiss just about anyone (laughs) right for no reason you know yeah they've (laughs) They can't even do one kiss. They invent reasons to, to not do it. Like, they mm-hmm. just go out of their way. Yeah. It's uh, messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the town square for, like, a big Christmas tree lighting ceremony and little marketplace thing and find the exact same snow globe that her mom got her 30-plus <laughs> years ago. What are the odds? Yes. <laughs> what are the odds? And uh, this poor this poor fellow who can't afford this new sleigh he sees goes throw it in the bag i don't care how much it costs get her the snow globe yep and like i said this is not a this is not a tiny trinket this is probably over a hundred dollars snow globe globe. yeah yeah it's a big boy Mm -hmm. even just getting like a tiny little stupid one these days is like 25 yeah Mm -hmm. they're expensive so you're getting this big ass like nice ornate snow globe easily 100 150 probably more yeah he's just throwing down for it doesn't blink an eye yeah and uh of course, that was sold by real Santa. Of course. See, that's how it got there. That was the whole thing. <laughs> it has to be. What? Yeah, what are the odds? 30 plus years ago, you got this snow globe. You see the same one? He got I it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I also think after after the bed sheets thing, there's really not much more comedy moving forward in the movie. No, you're right. It, it does hit heavy at the beginning. I mean, there's like... She slips, but even that is not played as well as earlier mm-hmm. stuff. When she slips um, on the ice and she's holding the the pile oh, of yeah. wood, that one's kind of sad, even because she's already feeling like she <laughs> just had a depressive episode. Is talking to a horse about how she messes everything up and she can't do anything yes. right, and then she falls down. Like that's sad. That's not funny. <laughs> it's sad, and like anyone who's ever like slipped and fell on ice, like you are hurting. Like it hurts you to yeah. watch. It's not like slapstick fun. And she's trying to do one thing right, and she falls. <laughs> yeah, it's not very funny no and you know um chili bulls over there like with aggressive feelings towards her he's mad yeah at yeah, that yeah. Point. Mm-hmm. so yeah no i can't even think of another i don't it think doesn't really any. happen no yeah so i that's guess she like can't about... wrap a present and that's kind of played as comedic although i would not call that slapstick but they try to pretend no. that's funny that she can't wrap a present wrapping yeah. presents are hard and also like when he shows her how to do it like <laughs> it keeps cutting away and then going to a perfect <laughs> fold like that he puts tape to <laughs> there's so many cuts you don't even see him do it like he is not fucking folding that that's it it's on his face the whole time and he goes well you just do this do this do this put the tape there and then it just cuts to the perfectly wrapped present that's not how it works no not at all so yeah i think it's really kind of top heavy this movie about about 30 minutes in is when we get the last like really slapstick funny scene and then it's kind of long after that i guess you know what like where they have I, this is not a choice that I like necessarily, but mm-hmm. the, the B plot becomes where the slapstick is all happening. Like we have mm-hmm. the fiance who is oh, yeah. um, basically having his like 
romantic trek i'll say like i feel like yes. him and his boy his fishing boy the side plot mm-hmm. um it feels very much like a like someone should write like an our flag means death fanfic where it's <laughs> like the those two characters from that show in yeah. this exact plot where they're like the ice fisher and the hapless influencer like that's perfect yeah they are having like a sort of romantic connection in the deep woods this ice fisher woodlands man basically found or the influencer stumbled onto him after falling through the cavern in the yes <laughs> on the mountain or whatever severely injured and, and now freezing to death yes yeah yeah he's in dire straits he he stumbles across this man as his savior and they develop a little bit of a relationship and there is a cheeky little moment when after hiking for some indeterminate amount of time but presumably a long time with no snow boots no snow uh, what are those thingies called? The tennis rackets? Yeah, the, the tennis None rackets. of those at all. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking yes, about, I know whatever what talking they're about. called. Yeah. None at all. Then finally, the fisherman goes, oh yeah, I've had these like snow rackets in my backpack the whole time. You can wear them. Yeah. <laughs> They've just been chilling in my backpack while we struggle to stomp through right. four feet of snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the influencer was like, oh wait, you don't need them? And he goes, oh, I've got big feet or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a little like wink moment there is a wink moment yeah well and there's also like i don't remember i think there's like a sound effect too there's like a <laughs> pointing <laughs> like, like... um what what is the is it the same scene or a different one with them where like he falls or something like the the fisherman guy like pulls him up by his feet and there's the like the influencer makes a, little, a face ooh. yeah there's yeah like, and he goes oh you're so strong like he says something like like it's a whole thing yeah they're really having a moment out there yeah two totally different types of guy mm-hmm. but they had a little connection i think so and that's our first inkling of like a queerness to the film yes a small inkling but an inkling nonetheless and it's one that's like barely played up in a way that feels like i'm like is this on purpose like i'm confused like are we just reading into it because that's what we want to do like it's i felt like it was on purpose okay i felt like they were being cheeky and i was surprised by it okay i didn't expect to see no a movie like this being cheekily queer not at all that's interesting yeah yeah and it didn't feel it weirdly did not feel like i wasn't annoyed by it i guess like it didn't feel like a haha just kidding like it wasn't like a sherlock holmes situation yeah um it felt like uh weirdly genuine i guess yeah (laughs) yeah totally i agree with that yeah yeah i support the the, (laughs) i support the queer nods (laughs) yes (laughs) stamp of approval approval from me yeah (laughs) oh also when they're at that little market thing some lady comes up to Lindsay and is like talking about how how amazing chili bowl is and like oh yeah because i can't even count how many charities he's helped out around town he's helped so many charities mm-hmm. it's an uncountable number <laughs> like whatever like, oh maybe that's says. why your business is struggling you keep giving away <laughs> your fucking money yeah i guess but also like what a weird thing to say and why would you know exactly how many charities he's helped out unless he's bragging about it that's true that's very sketch yeah but also this is like such a small town it seems like population 200 he's got to be money laundering or some shit like that's what's happening yeah but also how many charities could there be in well, that's this what i'm saying i think it's a fake charity or some shit <laughs> he's made it up <laughs> so he is like cold to his daughter has anger issues <laughs> is making her do free labor but you know social standing social status he oh he's good standing member of the community mm-hmm. and he helps out charities and which is another whatever. red flag 
Because a lot of times people like that are fucked up. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Very suspicious. This is suspicious. Red flags. Lindsay, get out. Get out. I know you don't have like a memory right now. Which he also frequently, by the way, reminds her. He weirdly kind of negs her about it. He's like, well, what do you know about memory? You don't even have one right now. Which is almost verbatim what he says. He has anger issues. Wow. But she's attracted to that type of guy who negs her. I guess That's so. That's her type. Because she, she was like that with the influencer, too. He was rude to her all the time. Yeah. Makes her feel stupid and small. Aww. Yeah. Wow. And we need someone who lifts her up. Okay? I Even know. if she doesn't know how to do chores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. She figures out a way to help the lodge, which is making some kind of charity event. Yeah. Making, having a gala where we take donations and we invite everyone who's ever come to the lodge and, you know, they'll, they'll give us money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even though he's helped out innumerable amount of charities, <laughs> he says he doesn't want to do a charity thing because he doesn't want to seem like he needs handouts. <laughs> Just... R- real stand-up individual here. What a rude way to what look at it. What a rude way to look at it. Like, he feels too high and mighty to take And if help. you're a person doing charitable work all the time, you're not thinking of the people you're doing charitable work for as like, oh, look at these low-life scum who, like, need handouts. You know, they're so poor and stupid. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would hope not, but honestly, like, I kind of think that might be the case. Like, <laughs> I think that's the case here. It's definitely the case here. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, he pro- honestly, like, a lot of times when people donate to a lot of charities, all it means is they're trying to get tax write-offs. It doesn't mean they give a shit about anyone. That is true. You know what? That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. So, But I think we were hoping that wasn't his story, but yeah. you know what? It might be. It seems to be. Yeah. But he also doesn't, quote unquote, have money to be doing these tax write off. I don't know. I mean, he, we don't, we never get to look at the books. You know what I mean? We don't know. You're right. He's a greedy guy. Greedy guy. <laughs> thinks the world revolves around him. Trying to take everyone for all they're worth. So. You're right. <laughs> So after that, because he kind of throws down her idea, she's a little deflated about it. And she goes, well, I'm just going to leave. I don't know if I'm really wanted here. I can't do anything right. And yeah. nobody likes me. Would have been a good choice. Uh, yeah. To get out. Yeah. <laughs> but also, where would she go? I don't like, know. She doesn't. He, I, they're letting her stay here for free, feeding her and everything. Like, presumably back to the police station to be like, figure it out for me. I have amnesia. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, she has literally nowhere to go, no one to contact, no one to take care of her. And she would rather do that than stay at this lodge. (laughs) That's how terrible this man is treating her. Yeah. But then he lets her put up his dead wife's tree angel. So actually they're good. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) We totally fixed it. Actually all is resolved. Right. (laughs) You can put up my dead wife's tree angel. Like I'm not going to apologize for my behavior. all is forgiven. Yeah. But I will. And I'll forgive you. That's kind of it. Yeah. 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 For being such a fuck up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hate that. Okay. And have we talked, has he talked about this before where like hmm. his concept of amnesia is so warped where he thinks that amnesia means you don't have any memory, but it also means that once you regain your old memory, you lose the current memories you have. Like, he's, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's basically said, like, you're not going to remember me when you gain your memory back. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that is not how that works. Not even in, like, fake Hollywood land is that how amnesia works. (laughs) This isn't like a Marvel movie. It's not a spell. I'm going to disappear from your memories and you're going to be like, who are you? Yeah, like a race from the timeline or something. Like, what? No, it doesn't make a damn lick of sense. It's questionable. (laughs) 
around this time, her daddy finally gets back from wherever he went. Question mark. We don't know. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Doing some. He's back. It's Christmas Eve. Some business. Yeah. And uh, he launches the search party for his daughter. And this is when we find out she's been gone for four days. So it's just in a four day period of time that all of this has transpired. Um, their whole falling in love arc, her learning to do chores. <laughs> Everything has happened within four days. Mm-hmm. So at the fundraiser, where the entire town comes in at once, yeah. just hundreds of people pouring in at literally the exact same moment. It's very like, it's a wonderful life, right? Like, that's the vibes yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, um, they t- they're telling their stories. Oh, I remember when you helped my boy and whatever, and just like dropping checks at his feet. <laughs> her dad busts in the door. And uh, basically scoops her up and takes her home. Yeah. But and so they have like a huge it's a huge moment here because it was right at the exact moment that Chili Bull asked her to. I don't know if he asked her to make a speech or he was just doing like a thanks to thanking her, her yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's having like the spotlight on her and her dad busts in the door and is like, that's my daughter, Sierra, which she's been going by Sarah this whole time. So you go, oh, she's not Sarah. She's Sierra. <laughs> wow. Oh, she was so close. Yeah. (laughs) This whole time. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. That's when it's revealed to everyone else that she has a fiance and who she is and everything. And they do a huge exit, which I'm kind of like, did they have to leave like in the middle of the party? They could have stayed. That's what I thought. It was like, yeah, you could chill there. Like if I were her, I'd be like, hey, well, let's stay till the end of the party. Like there's no, yeah, there's no reason why we need to be back at the other place. It's not like I have to give like an announcement. Like they could yeah. have easily shoehorned in. Well, tonight we're doing the press conference where she talks about how she's the vice president of atmosphere and she has to uh-huh. be there for that. And then they're like racing to find her. The hotel staff is racing to find her because they don't give a shit yeah. until the dad does. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe they finally do. And then they're like, well, we have to go. We have, you know, we, we got to get there to your press conference. And she's like, oh, OK. That would have been good. That yeah. would have been very easy to just comp- yeah. add that little bit to it. But instead, it's just like, let's we got to get out of here right now for no reason. Let's go chill at our other hotel. Yep. That's it. <laughs> very weird. Just because the other hotel is where you quote unquote belong. I guess so. What? We can't just hang out at this little party. Like I, I would hang out at a party. Yeah. Come on. They s- seem like they got food and yeah. good vibes and dancing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Chili Bull gets all teary eyed about it, though, that she has to leave him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's not like they couldn't just still hang out. It's kind of like she's leaving my life forever when she's not living with me, you know? Well, and it also seems weirdly to introduce like a like a weird class difference in like when he finds out that she's the daughter mm-hmm. of yeah. the hotel mogul, or the ski resort mogul. But it's like, again, one that feels very just fabricated because it's like he yeah. has a ski resort. This guy has a <laughs> ski resort. I don't know. It doesn't have like an infinity <laughs> pool like the other one. Or is this yeah. the echelon of class that we're like judging it by? It doesn't make any sense. He has a bigger ski resort than me. Yeah, that kind of seems to be the difference. Like you're, he's the 1% and I'm in the top 10% or some shit. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't think about that this whole movie, but it's such an amazing point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the it was. I was very fixated on the like weird class elements they were trying to talk about. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so great. <laughs> so once they leave, we do get a montage of basically all of the movie that we've already I, seen. Yeah, the montage is um, the clip reel. It's incredible. Yes. Wow, with that song, that song happening. Yeah, we get the clip reel 
of just yeah everything we've already seen and it's like recently we have recently re- seen re- re- very recently seen because they didn't even fall in love until about 10 minutes ago mm-hmm. so <laughs> you just get like the four scenes of them standing next to each other and having a laugh or something sharing a look yeah sitting by the fire <laughs> yeah. whatever really boring shit you know and it goes on forever it's not like a couple because sometimes you'll flash back to like a significant moment where it's like wow they yeah. said that thing and it really kind of changed me as it's a person or something yeah. yeah um it's like <laughs> no. every interaction they've had just one-on-one is replayed because yeah. there's so few interactions that are just one-on-one with them anyway so they got to put every single one in there <laughs> like isn't even the raccoon one in there like i don't know if i'm making that up <laughs> Like, it's everything. <laughs> they, everything they yeah. got, it's in there. Yeah, we see it all again. Mm-hmm. And if this was a memory, that also wouldn't be how you remember it with yourself in the third person, too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They should have just shown, like, some dreamy shots of his face smiling or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, the truth is that there is no meaningful one moment they could go back to because these people mm-hmm. these these people have not formed a relationship they have no. not formed a meaningful connection so instead of getting to get to like some nugget that really mattered since yeah. there is none they're like put it all in i don't know put all that shit yeah. in there <laughs> something will be good somebody will f- put this together and figure out why they like each other because there's really no discernible reason <laughs> yeah and honestly what it does is the opposite when you see it all concentrated <laughs> into the one minute or 90 <laughs> seconds you're like Jesus, that's it, huh? Whoa. That's it. This girl has <laughs> they nothing have no going connection. for her. They've shared no personal stories except for him saying that his wife died. Yep. They have nothing to go on. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you hang out with anyone for two days, if you're a man and a woman and you hang out together for two days, you will fall in love. <laughs> it's clocked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This flashback happens and then there's the press conference where she has to go on camera and she barely gets to speak at the press conference. And really, why is there a press conference? No one knew she was missing in the first place. I don't know. It would have been more sense if it was a press conference about the vice president of atmosphere. I'm just saying. Yeah. Could have brought it that made in. more sense. It probably wouldn't have needed to happen on Christmas Day. I don't think anyone would give a shit about that press conference, no. And apparently everyone in the world was watching. Yep. There's really no announcement at this press conference. Uh, They, they no. announced that they were engaged, but then <laughs> the engagement ends planned. after. It wasn't a planned yeah. announcement, so why no. did they even gather... okay it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any think about it too long i think the whole thing was just to say like she's been found she's okay but there was no knowledge that she was missing like the hotel staff didn't even know that she was missing they didn't care no they actually probably were a little relieved that she was missing if anything because they thought she was a diva which was so so funny because it's like if i'm on that hotel staff i'm like my job my ass is on the line right now i don't know where she is she might be partying but i need to do my due diligence and call her dad Because I don't want to lose my fucking job. Literally. They don't care. They don't even call him one time. Four days she's missing. And also he doesn't seem mad at them, which like, I don't ever want to put my, my, myself in the shoes of a hotel mogul or whatever. But like, if I were to in the scene, I'd be fucking mad. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. You didn't think to wonder where she went. All of her suitcases are here. That's pretty easy detective work. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of rewrites, a lot of notes I have. And even though she told you, like, literally leave us alone when I'm with my boy toy. I don't know. At that length of time, at some point you're going, I just want to check in, you know? I just want, yeah. And it's not like I'm not on a beach town. Like, it's snow. Like, yeah. the conditions are such that humans cannot survive very long if something right, bad happens. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> so so none of know. that makes sense at all. No. Too. No. <laughs> nope. But after the press conference, this is when she's having her like all of her memories are back. Conveniently. And she's having her her moment of realization or whatever where she tells her dad finally that she doesn't want the job and she breaks up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And so she's going to start living her life how she wants. And she starts wearing normal clothes and making her own food. A changed woman. A changed woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely changed woman after these four days in a ski lodge. I miss the fuchsia. I, I wish you would bring it back. You know, like we can still have some of that. You when know? they roll in the cart of clothes once once she's back in the hotel, it is also mostly fuchsia. I, and <laughs> I don't I, know if you noticed. The, like the one that the, I guess her sister, right? The stylist is carrying uh-huh. the like bejeweled. I was like, yeah. I really want to see Lindsay Lohan in that. Like, yeah. why can't she fucking just put that on for a second? So let us see you wearing cool clothes. Yeah. But you know, when I was watching like press that she did for this movie, mm-hmm. she has a banging outfit in every every piece of Man. press. She, I saw this suit that was like oh, insane. Come on. From I think Good Morning America or something. Okay. So look up some of that I if will you want to see her in I some cool ass outfits. That. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> she was rocking it okay even we do get the one other cool outfit at the beginning of the movie too where um chili bowl spills hot cocoa on her i love that outfit yeah that was a cool outfit too yeah Yeah. she looked full fashion so good right then yeah Yeah. okay so chili bowl is having his own moment back at his (laughs) at his little lodge Mm -hmm. where he decides he needs to go and stop her because her and the influencer guy were gonna take off and go on, I don't know, a love retreat. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get there before she takes off. And he gets on his sleigh, which Santa, of course, real Santa, left him the brand new sleigh that he couldn't afford. Which he could have <laughs> just taken his horse. Like, I don't know why he needed to take the sleigh. His Because his daughter wanted to go with him, which is even weirder. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to... You know, presumably, like, <laughs> confess my love and, like, we're going to make out at the very least. Yeah, yeah. So why why don't I bring my child along with me for that? And they have said that, like, the conditions are such outside that they can't even drive a car because there's so much snow and right. everything's kind of fucked up. So a sled's You want to take your little, like, six-year-old girl yeah. out in that? <laughs> it's not good. No. No. Irresponsible None. parent. Yeah, it is irresponsible. <laughs> and, you know, we can't get too wrapped up in it, but he does get a new sleigh out of it, so... Well, whatever. Good for him. <laughs> he, he really could have just gotten on the horse. Santa's really looking out for this guy. I don't know. Yeah. He's got the whole, the snow globe, the love, and the new sleigh. Like, this is kind of a lot of things. Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you count, like, the fundraiser, he just got millions of dollars. And after she does the press conference, too, the phone starts ringing off the hook. Everybody wants to stay at the lodge that this girl stayed at because she's a yeah. sort of celeb whatever yeah it's a christmas miracle it is a christmas miracle the grandma is taking all these calls she's overwhelmed with calls and at some point she calls him while he's on the sleigh <laughs> to tell him uh-huh. that uh-huh. to tell him that they're sold out forgot and that about that phone's <laughs> off the hook we don't see his point of view of it like we don't see him no. answer the phone but he is taking the call while he's, he's driving the sleigh yeah and i think that's really funny that is pretty good wow <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're right. <laughs> I would like to see what's happening on his end. We don't see it. I would love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see him uh, talking on the phone and driving yes. the sleigh at the same time with his six-year-old daughter. Like, in screaming the- into it, right? Because, yeah. like... <laughs> They're in a blizzard outside. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So when he gets to the, the big resort where her dad owns whatever, 
he does one of my biggest pet peeves, which is he walks up to this long limousine, just assumes she's in it, and starts talking to the closed window. Humiliating. I hate this shit. All the time in movies, people will walk into a house, not get any acknowledgement from the person they're trying to talk to, just start talking. Yeah. They'll do this, where they walk up to a window that's closed or to a door that's closed and just start talking. You have to verify that the person you want to talk to is listening. Even if they're there... You got to verify they're listening. They could be on their phone or something the whole time. You yeah, don't know. Exactly. It's very weird. But you at least got to verify they're there. And just text it or something. Write a letter. Like, figure it out. <laughs> wait until the window rolls down. Yeah. So do more to get them to roll the window down. Also, why do they wait so long to roll down the window? They let him make his whole speech before they roll the window down. <laughs> they probably thought it was funny. Like, that's, Maybe they know. were in there giving HJs and they had to clean it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> That is the because what happens is her assistant runs off with her influencer boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we get some bisexual representation. Yeah, we do. Honestly. <laughs> That's when it's made really clear. But yeah, why do they wait so long to roll down the window? The whole thing's weird. I don't know. I hate that shit. It, yeah, I think I think the, the hand job is probably the most like reasonable explanation. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> for what's going on in there. They were fucking in there. They had to clean up before they rolled down the window. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be it. So he does go and finally find Lindsay. They get to kiss for half a second before they get interrupted again by his daughter and her dad, who both are coming to find her at the same time. No one's watching the sleigh. Really horrifying, too. Like, you want, <laughs> they want to watch. It's weird. It's the weird. The kiss is weird and unromantic. We feel nothing. Kiss is awful. My weenie was soft as hell. The- <laughs> I did not want the kiss. We don't barely see it because it's a stunt double. Um, yeah. There's like a huge lens flare, so you don't even the get The lens flare is absurd. Yeah. The daughter and the dad, like, needing to see the kiss because that's another thing in these movies is like people need to watch the yeah. terrible passionless kisses that happen but also this is like their third opportunity to kiss even this is the only one that came to fruition but yes. this is like the third opportunity and every single time they've been interrupted by someone walking in the room do they do people get no privacy what's no. going on no no respect no privacy no respect and <laughs> that's rude and then it's at this point where we see the dad and chili bowl like side by side and it's really uncanny yes and it's this very was the real apparent. moment yeah where you go they are you're like oh like, this no is fucked up, kinda. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> this is a complex yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a little <laughs> eerie yeah yeah <laughs> they look exactly alike yeah. yeah and the dad like respects him instantly because you can tell he's mm-hmm. like you are me mm-hmm. so i'm okay with you yeah he even has the same job as her dad being with my daughter yeah it's it is dark. Same job, same hair. Yeah, he just looks like an older version. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is pretty freaky. Yeah. But he he had told the closed window that he's falling in love with her. He doesn't say that to her face. <laughs> I kind of wish he did. He changes his mind. Um, <laughs> he's like, that didn't sound very good. No, no, no. I don't know. Or like maybe the kiss. Like, did she not kiss good? I don't know. <laughs> Could be. It does kind of seem like they're going to be together, I guess. They're just an item now. They get in perfect family formation in front of this huge Christmas tree that's in the courtyard. <laughs> As we like pan Classic. out. We yeah. pan out and they're still talking. Like, do you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. It was a like, really jarring thing. Cause like normally, no. like normally you would cut, like they might still be speaking, right? But you cut the mic yeah. and you just have the music playing as we pan out. They did yeah. not make that choice. They decided that the music would swell in, but you'd still hear the talking of like, <laughs> how's the trip or whatever. I don't remember what the wow. fuck they said, but it was like. Interesting. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I did. And I was very, uh, I was like, you could have just muted that part because that's yeah. weird that you kept it. So That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that is roll creds. And then we get classic blooper scenes yeah. over the creds, which 
I did enjoy the bloopers. We don't see a blooper that often anymore. You know, Netflix is really leaning into it with their Christmas rom-coms. They seem to really? do it with their Christmas rom-coms. I feel like they did it with A Castle for Christmas last year. Mm. And yeah, I think they like to be a little a little goofy with it. So, yeah. yeah. It did really seem like Lindsay was having a lot of fun on Yeah, set. it was she's cute funny. to see her like having... She's funny, she's goofing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I, li- I liked the blooper reel. I thought it was really cute. I think this was really good for her, just to do like a positive, like, I don't know, silly film as her comeback. Yeah, I, it does look like she had a good time. So I hope, I hope she did. Mm-hmm. I had a good time watching her do her thing, so. Yeah, I did too. So that is Roll Creds. So um, if we don't have any final thoughts or if we do we can go ahead and score this out of five. <laughs> oh shit i forgot about the scoring <laughs> Fuck. man honestly like because w- Lindsay alone like would score high for me yeah and i really love the fiance and his like weird b plot <laughs> so i'm gonna give it like a four out of five i'm gonna be generous but four i will out say, of five okay. i will say that there's like a lot of there's work that would that i would rewrite there's stuff i yeah. would but the you experience of seeing like Lilo get to do a comeback for me almost alone is worth the four out of five. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, I think this was a strong return for her. This is it is like sort of a perfect vehicle, even though it's not a perfect movie. Yeah, it did get some real laughs out of me. Yeah, even though yeah. that was mostly in the first 30 minutes and not much after. No, <laughs> that's more than you can usually say for these type of movies <laughs> that you're getting real laughs it's at any rare. Time. It's shockingly <laughs> rare. Yeah. And I do think that I kind of enjoyed watching it more than most of these type of movies. Okay. <laughs> so I think that, that that's worth something too. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so happy to see Lindsay. She was great. Yeah. I think I give this, I'm torn between three and three and a half. Yeah. I th- I'll just go three. Okay. I'll go three because there are notes. And if the comedy had continued throughout the movie... I feel a little better. Mm -hmm. And if the boyfriend didn't have so many red flags. See, that's I (laughs) like the red flags. That's an element for me that feels very true to form when it comes to Christmas rom-com. Okay, yeah. I like the male lead actually being awful. Like, that's like a thing I like. (laughs) So that's a plus for me. I did love his chili bowl, though. (laughs) And you didn't. That's true. But I was kind of into the chili bowl. I think that's a good... You know what? I'm going three and a half. I changed my score Okay, wow. You talked yourself into it. Okay. (laughs) The hair in this movie, it took it up a point. Yeah. Um, Between him and the other guy looking like Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. Um, I yeah, the hair took it up and the queerness. Okay, okay we're up to three and a half. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did read I had this little blurb of a review based on Lindsay's performance, which I think uh was good, interesting point also. It was from CNN, which said, uh, some actors shoot for Oscars and that's great, but Lindsay's magic power has always been bringing to life films that have the simple goal of being unchallenging delights. (laughs) And if for that alone, falling for Christmas is a gift. But I think it is kind of true. Like that's kind of her zone is that she picks these kind of like simple films and then whatever she brings to it is the magic. And that's kind of true here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing complex going on, but yeah. the the weird little, like, it has enough, like, little spice in it to kind of, for mm-hmm. me, like, take it out of the humdrum, like, Christmas rom-com. Because, like, these all will kind of meld together, and, like, that's kind of how it works. Like, that's par for the course. Yeah. But just little weird moments that I'm like, okay, these are fun, and you had a little fun with this. I like that. It's a little unique, yeah. Yeah. And I guess this is part of, like, a multiple picture deal with Netflix, too. Where she's already she's already got one in the can, an Irish rom-com. Oh. Um, and then I think she's doing at least one more movie for Netflix. Wow. So okay, great. Good for she's her. She's going to be popping off with some new films. I can't yeah. wait. Okay. Yeah, I'm stoked. 
now it's time for Scream Vomit. In this part of the pod, we just talk about whatever else we've been watching lately, movies, shows, whatever. So what you been watching? Oh, God. Um, so I'm trying to, like, catch up and get my end of year, like, what I missed horror-wise. Like, make okay. sure I'm, like, getting all that. So I've been watching some of that shit. I watched Resurrection. That's the one with uh, the the actress who's in the, in the Night House or whatever it's called, the Night House. Kind of a weird one. Oh, okay. I've seen this poster. Oh, it's got Tim Roth. I love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah hatching one called hatching oh i seen that one in theaters okay oh nice yeah okay that, that was a weird little little movie um yeah what, what josiah saw is another one i um recently watched mm, i've heard of that one too and then i'm actually getting into house of the dragon the game of thrones mm. um okay i never watched game of thrones okay i watched the original show but um i don't know i, I was not watching house of the dragon like as it was happening at least the beginning of it so oh, okay so now you're just catching up on it trying to catch up on it and get my fantasy fix because i was watching rings of power which is deeply disappointing so <laughs> i needed like some other fantasy that wasn't maybe as yeah. disappointing which the bar is low but um <laughs> So far, House of the Dragon is at least clearing that bar, is what I will yeah. say. Shit, what else? I mean, then just like a shit ton of bad Christmas rom-coms, because I'm always like looking for the worst of the <laughs> bunch. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> let's see. What did I even watch? There's one called A Christmas Wish, A Match Made at Christmas. I really liked A Christmas Star. That one is, um, if you read the description of that movie, it tells you that it's like an astronomist. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's astronomer. Like, they didn't even get that right. <laughs> So that one's good. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Christmas Snow Globe. That was another, uh, I think that was the first of the season for me. And that one was um, just bizarre. <laughs> so that was a good one. Yeah. That's kind of it. A little smattering of just some random shit, you know? Hell yeah. Okay. What have I been watching? I just got back from my grandma's. So mm-hmm. I mainly have just been rewatching 800 short films that I can watch while my grandma's out of the room. Okay. <laughs> But I did see a couple things, so I might have a little something. Okay, I got a couple features actually in here too, because I haven't recorded in a couple weeks either because of that. Okay, so I saw Please Baby Please. Okay. I loved this movie. It's kind of, if have you seen The Love Witch? Yeah. So it's kind of like the yang of Love oh, Witch yang. Okay. I, that's how I kind of saw it, because it is similarly like ultra stylized and ultra like kind of a little time period and okay. just so like over the top sets and everything's really colorful and stylized like that. Mm-hmm. But it is like sort of the absolute opposite in many ways because like love which is california this is a new york movie okay love which is like daytime this is more nighttime Ooh, okay and we're in love which she's like a straight woman whose whole thing is to find her life partner her straight life partner you know yeah and this movie it is about a married couple who are dissolving their marriage because they're both gay oh, <laughs> so, um, okay wow you're right they are like Huh. It is like sort of opposite in That's that wild. way. But I loved it. Please, baby, please. I saw it in theaters. It has um, Cola Scola and Andrea Reesboro and Harry Melling. So these are all like really cool people who rock. And yeah, I just love that movie. So Sweet. please, baby, please. I watched Banshees of Inish Aaron. Okay. Do you know about this movie? No. It's got Colin Farrell. It's like um, a Irish movie about these two guys and one of them randomly decides that he doesn't want to be friends with the other guy anymore. The trailer made it seem kind of silly, but actually it's it's uh, great. I mean, oh. it's 
absolutely my shit. It's very bleak. It's way more bleak than I expected for like a high production mm-hmm. sort of Oscar looking movie. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And Ka- Colin Farrell's awesome. The casting in general is like perfect. The casting is great. It also has the kid from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The spaghetti guy from Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> Isn't it? Okay. Um, I really liked that movie. Sweet. I watched. Okay. So I did a, a short and feature pairing for a movie night at my house. Nice. Um, and they, these are some shit movies. All right. Okay. Certified shit movies. Um, I think I've already mentioned this short that I've, because I watched it recently another time, um, but it's called Brown by Andrew DeYoung. Okay. Okay. I don't even want to say what it's about other than already telling you it's a shit movie, yeah. but um, it's really good. It's really well done. It's really funny. Um, it's made really well. It's called Brown. I, when I watched that initially, was like reminded of this movie I had seen in 2009 called Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. Okay. Which I watched randomly on Netflix when it came out because it has Natasha Leone in it. Oh. And at that time, she had not really been acting for a while. I think that was like right after her whole drugs thing. So this was like one of her first movies back acting. Yeah. Um, or at least that I had caught in a long time. And I've always been obsessed with her since I was a kid. So I, I watched it on Netflix at that time for that reason. And I remember thinking that it was like so cool and crazy and weird. The plot is like just so eccentric and neat. It's just really interesting. And so I rewatched it paired with this short film, told the people that were coming over, I haven't seen this since 2009. So I don't know, take it with a grain of salt because I'm not sure if it'll still be good or whatever. Yeah. But I think I think it held up. I I'm just so like I'm so entertained by this movie. <laughs> okay. So pleased by it. Um I let's see. What can I give of the plot without spoiling it? It's about a group of janitors who work in like a scientific research building and they start eating stuff out of the trash and let's just say have weird side effects from it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but Sounds great. But it's amazing. It's probably got some other people that people would know in it, but I, I don't know their names off the top of my head. Yeah. So Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. So okay. I, I love that movie. I rewatched a um, web series that I really love by Pal of the Pod, Alex Kavutsky, of course. He has a web series called Kill the Baby, Okay. which I just love this series. I watch it all at once every time I watch it. It's only nine episodes, okay. um, and they're like five minutes or less, except for the final episode. So it's a really quick watch. It's less than an hour altogether. Sweet. Is it on YouTube but or is it? It might be on YouTube. It's also on Vimeo. Okay. There is a link on Vimeo that's all the episodes in one video, so you don't have to keep clicking to the next one or whatever yeah and that's how i usually watch it uh-huh it might be on youtube too i'm not really sure but it's definitely on vimeo either way okay if you just google kill the baby alex and ariel it'll come up okay i love this <laughs> web series um it's just very dark it's a it's like dark funny and yeah it's just about that. a guy who has a baby he wants to kill basically <laughs> yeah that sounds great i'm gonna watch it i'm probably gonna watch it today yeah <laughs> oh hell yeah i can send you the link if you want um, all right cool that rocks let me know what you think if you do <laughs> i love like weird dark like actual dark humor it's very fun yeah so oh it's really really good in that sense <laughs> okay sweet <laughs> Um, And then one more short I'm going to mention, because it's newer, um, a short called Sativa, which is um, written and co-directed by Kelly Cooper and also stars Tynan DeLong, who will be on an upcoming episode of this podcast and who, you know, paddle the pods, whatever. That's just about a uh, weed dealer who kind of loses her mind when she realizes there's no saying for Sativa, (laughs) like how there is for Indica in the couch. (laughs) But I think it's really well done. It's really funny and... Silly and Kelly does a great job uh, in the film too, and so does Tynan, I guess, but he has a smaller part. So yeah, Sativa, Kelly Cooper. Nice. Check that one out. 
All right, that's all I'm going to I'm going to note for now. I had a whole a full short film marathon with my brother while we were at my grandma's <laughs> house. Where I can't believe he sat with me for this long, but for about 2 hours, maybe even over 2 hours, I just made him watch short films. Oh wow, you curated. <laughs> we awesome. did I curated like a literal playlist of short films. Yes. And based on his reaction to one, I would pick pick the next oh, it's like you know, a choose like, oh, your own adventure he didn't think this one was as funny maybe that's not his type of humor we'll yes. go for a different you know <laughs> yeah um because my grandma was at the doctor and we didn't know how long she would be gone yeah so i was just like well, i'll just keep doing this as long as he lets me <laughs> <laughs> he really likes some of them so Sweet. i think that's great um and that was like a really fun thing to do i'd like to do that with everyone all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> all i want to do is make people watch short films so um <laughs> That was really fun, too. And he also likes Sativa. That was one that I made him watch. Nice. (laughs) And Brown, actually. Okay. (laughs) So, all right. That's what I've been watching. (laughs) Sweet. So, what you got to plug? The just podcast, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not Your Final Girl. It's a Hara podcast. Um, Hara. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about uh, double features of horror movies. Me and my co-host Candace. sometimes we just talk to each other. And then sometimes we interview guests, like sometimes filmmakers, authors, basically whoever the fuck we want to talk oh, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we got to get you back on because... Oh, sick. I mean, like, I feel like we got to do some Wishmaster shit, honestly. Like, I yeah, said we talk- this. Yeah, we talked about this a while back. We need to fucking do it. Um, I'm down. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think we should fucking do it. So um, I think maybe when we, Candace and I talk about like whatever, our, mm-hmm. I don't know, like 2023 shit, like I'm like, we should probably We can do, do Wishmaster Wish series and do all the films. I don't think yeah. I have seen the fourth one. That's the best one. I don't think I've seen it. I've always stopped at three. Wishmaster 4 <laughs> is a rom-com. So. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So yeah, we should just go on a journey, I feel like. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, Like a little mini series or whatever. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So everyone get ready for that crossover event. Cross your fingers, knock on wood. I'm going to be doing that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I do. That is like, that is something to plug. You still have music. I do have music. I just haven't done anything in a while. I mean, it's still there on Bandcamp. Mm. It's like Ariel Dyer music. So it exists, but I haven't done any, like, I haven't gigged or, like, really written. I wrote one song, and it's nowhere. So you can't <laughs> oh, yeah. hear that shit. <laughs> I have played Try and it find once. it. You played won't. it once yeah. live. So whatever, suckers. You can't get it. But you can get the oldies, the hits. You can get the old shit. Yeah, yeah. That's on Bandcamp is oh, probably yeah. the best way. I mean, I am on Spotify, I think, but Bandcamp is the way to support artists. So Hell yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So um, that's your plugs, and that's yeah. the end of the show, really. So thanks for joining me yet again for a Christmas adventure. <laughs> we still have one episode also on Patreon from last year. Yeah. In addition to our Melissa Joan mm-hmm. Hart episode that is on the normal streams from last year. So check those out if you need extra christmas content yeah get your fix that one was like unhinged too we talked about santa girl which is like one of the wildest christmas rom-coms i've ever seen in my life god yeah it was amazing so get on the patreon (laughs) (laughs) all right and that's all for today we'll see everybody else next time Bye. bye